All right, what are we looking like? We live. It's just me. Waiting for my co-host and stuff to come. Um, Got my two calls. I know one said it was going to be late. And the other one said that he was going to be here. I don't see him yet, but nevertheless. um, Oh, there he is. All right. <laughs> Hello. What's going on, DJ? Yeah. We're already up and running at 731, so I already, already hit the uh the button to go live. I know Bill's already said it's going to be late, so it's all good. Um, Ravens Nation's already here. What's going on uh, with you? Uh, nothing much. It's funny because I've, I've been starting some meditation this week and actually started i just just woke up from one just a few moments ago so that part explains why i was late in arriving but it was a good one i'm at peace no you're good uh, it's, no worries no worries Whatever oh no worries no i'm not i'm not saying that just to explain and and get approval from anybody i'm just saying that that's a good trend well not to be late um it's a good oh, no. trend to start you know, getting on if you're that type of person that likes to, you know, try to relax after a stressful day and stuff like that. So meditation is always good. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it in a way that approval, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I already know he's going to be here, so I'm not even worried about that. Uh, nevertheless, this is episode 105 of the First of Frame Race podcast. Myself, VF Baller. Uh, got DJ81 here. Bill's fourth is our other co-host. He will be here shortly. Um, just another episode chugging right along. Headed to the end of the year. I'll probably maybe do one, maybe two more episodes beforehand. And uh, we're just going to keep going. So um, outside of that, I mean, I think you did a part of your intro already, DJ. So, I mean, if you want to, if you got anything to add on to that, that'll work. But if not, it's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, just a PSA. Uh, don't become a fanboy or a corporate slave to any of these pieces of plastic out here. Don't let your favorite YouTuber tell you that you should be defending your your preferred piece of plastic. Yeah, I mean, with the new thing with the Xbox One, um, you know, Xbox Series X, which technically the, the console is actually called just Xbox. Series X is just an add-on to other consoles that's going to come out the, the particular generation, but we'll get into that. Um Nevertheless, what I was saying was, with this new Xbox out, a lot of people are coming out in the woodworks are just absolutely, you know, just going crazy like nothing. They didn't have a learning thing from last generation. But like I said, we'll get into that. Uh, as for me, uh, my birthday was three days ago. I did a lot of things for my birthday. Got some things for my birthday. Really, uh, it was a really fun and enjoyable birthday. Didn't you uh, get a new graphics card or something? You said yeah, you got, got your hands on something. Yeah, I got my new. I got a new graphics card. I got the best AMD graphics card out right now. Um, so, so you base. So basically, what you're saying is you already have the Series X in your house. Pretty much, pretty much. That's all. I was trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I have. Uh, I've got the 5700 XT, which is an amazing card. This card is really good. It's kind of it's really bulky and it's big, and but it fits in my case, but it works just fine. I also got the. Um, I end up getting a. Uh, what phone is this? The Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus. 
So oh. I got that as well. Um, and I got a few other things for my birthday. So it was, it's been a phenomenal birthday. Just shout out to the family and everybody else who looked out, you know, people at my job. All I mean, it's, it's just been phenomenal. This week has been great. You know, I mean, I will dwell on to that in a later video going towards the end of the year because there's much more I want to talk into that. But nevertheless, um, Bills is not here for the picks yet. So I guess we'll wait for him to come. He already told me that he's going to be late. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, as far as we're going to get into the topics, one thing I want to um, address is my streaming schedule. Like, I, and a lot of people may, you know, think this is funny, but when you are married, this is a really serious topic. I really want to stream because I enjoy it. I don't want to do it for a job. I don't want to do it for anything else. Donations or whatever, you know, things that are passed on is all because of just, you know, the love for what I do. I don't want to make this a career or anything like that. Now, the podcast is a different story, but as far as me streaming, you know, I don't see myself doing that. But nevertheless, I'm going to be streaming on Tuesdays. That's going to be the podcast. Wednesdays, I'm going to be doing one of my uh, dynasties on NCAA 08. Thursday, back doing the podcast. Friday, I will be streaming again with Madden 08. Uh, the reason why I picked those two games is because not only that, I think these are great football games. I can actually run through the draft classes and the people who are following the streams can actually see certain players who've gone through the NCAA 08 game be imported over to Madden and you can continuously watch their career on the, on the, on Twitch. So, and, and I'm going to take clips from the Twitch live stream and I'm going to put them on YouTube since I'm not afraid of copper no more. So we're going to do that. Um, Saturdays is going to be a free for all uh, stream where I'm definitely just going to pick any game out of my collection or whatever. And anybody asks what they want to see me play. It could be anything from my regular Nintendo all the way up to the current generation. So that's what I want to do with that. Um, the stream, the gaming streams are going to be 9 p.m. That's going to be a perfect time for that because I, you know, my son will be in the bed. My wife is okay with it because she'll be asleep by then. And I won't have to interrupt any time with the family. And the podcast obviously is going to still be 7.30 Monday through Thursday. Now, Sunday and Monday, that's going to be strictly time for the family. That's what I'm going to be doing there. So check me out on Twitch. The link is down in the description. I will be doing live streams there pretty much five days out of the week. But uh, I got it. I got it where to it's going to be beneficial, not only to me, to everybody who watches, people who want to support and, you know, my family as well. Because um, like I said, at the end of the day, I want to do this to where I'm actually enjoying it because there's a lot of people who do uh, Twitch. There's a lot of people who do YouTube are very miserable people. You will never see it because they put on a, a smiling face for you when they put the upload button or when they hit the live stream button. And um, sometimes it creeps through. You can tell if you're really paying attention to your favorite, you know, your favorite uh, creator, but I don't want this hobby to be a job. I would like the podcast to be a job because to me, I don't feel like it's a job. It's just me running my mouth. But as far as gaming, I don't want to make that uh, a job to where I have to do something and I may not enjoy it. So, um, very important right there. Just click the link and you can follow me there and we can help the uh, the Twitch channel grow. Um, like I said, I talked it over with my wife. She's cool with it. And uh, like I said, it's all going to be for fun and games. Like on my, it's PayPal uh, donations over there. Totally optional. Do not care if you don't, you know, donate. I don't care. And um, we're just going to roll with that. Um, 
Any, anything you got else before we get into the topics, DJ? Nah, there's. Oh yeah, um, that will probably come. At, I think when we get to the Cleveland, not necessarily Cleveland Browns, uh, but when we talk about the NFL a little bit, I have my gripe with the uh, all 100. In particular, oh, the yeah, wide receiver yeah, yeah. list. <laughs> yeah, I'm really talking. And, about and that. it's funny because it's not just the one that I've been talking about; it's the other that is kind of a crime. It's definitely a crime that you left that they left this person off the finalist list. It's funny because I don't even care if they make the the, the main team. Just be considered. That's all I'm saying. Right, but right. We'll talk about that later. Okay, um, definitely. The Xbox Series X, well, it's actually called the Xbox. I mean, but it's actually just called Xbox. But that was the new console was um, revealed at the Game Awards this past week. And it, it left a lot of people confused with the title. Um, the specs, I'm going to hit that in a second, are as follows. Um, well, we don't have the specs. We just know what it's going to be. They said it is eight times more powerful than the Xbox. Now, this is the vanilla Xbox, the VCR-looking Xbox, not the Xbox One X. It's eight times more powerful than the original Xbox One. And it's two times more powerful. I think he said it's two or four times more powerful. And I, I think it's two times more powerful than the Xbox One X. Um, it is touting that it will be able to push games at 4K60, other games at one, and it can move up to 120 frames per second, and it can do some... Uh, I'm not going to say games, but it's capable of doing content up to 8K. Um, I was kind of optimistic about how the the actual console looks because the console looks kind of weird. It looks like a base, it looks like a, a small PC tower. But upon further you know review and looking at it, it was more. Um, it, it just it, it, it's just a little. It's like a box. It's basically like a rectangle box. And it, it looks pretty cool, but I don't know where I think I got an idea where I put it in my game setup. But for some people, it's just gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Uh and not only with the, the exclusive that they're gonna get, look like it's gonna be a solid release, you know, bearing any other craziness that they may try to pull off, like with Xbox One. Uh DJ, when you got the information about this console, what did you think? <laughs> I see. All that, all the technical specs that are associated with uh, this Xbox console or series of consoles is not going to really mean anything until we see what games they're going to be able to push out for them, just like it was for Xbox One X and Xbox. I'm like, you didn't have the games, so you didn't have the software to to really show off that uh, that power. Well, technically, it was xbox one x that you could show off the power because xbox one crapped the bed so we definitely i'm not really focused on the the technical aspects until i start hearing about these games that are coming out so that's i really don't have any other thoughts other than kick out the games and let the games decide who winds up winning between xbox and 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 ps5 yeah, and that's the thing, because my thing is, at the end of the day, I just think that it should be about the games. Um, I think I like the look of the console. I think this Xbox is actually going to have um, some type of uniqueness to it. I think I talked about this in another episode before, where 
consoles actually had a uniqueness, some some type of identity to it. So when you look at the console, it it, it feels like it's its own, you know, it's its own thing outside of the PS4 and and the and the PS4 Pro and the and the you know the Xbox One and all those that they they honestly look like boxes, like basic boxes, like. The, the way that this Xbox One X looks, it looks like it's going to have a, a uniqueness to it, which I think that is cool. But at the end of the day, um, I don't really technically care how they look, as long as it does play the games. Now, um, I, I'm not going to say I don't care to an extent, because I do like how they look like when I have them in my setup. But as far as like, oh, it needs to look like this or else, you know, I don't care about that. But um my my main thing is like you said the games like what games is going to be memorable when these consoles come like when when the last not even gonna say the last of us like when you had like the first party I mean the first party or the exclusive games that came out for mm-hmm. the PS4 like some games that was like like really memorable like nobody really talks about like Killzone Shadowfall I mean a lot of people just kind of left that game it up but for me that game was a memorable launch title like when I think about the PS4 I I think back on a game like that or like Rise Son of Rome people you know we get all caught and I know you're going to talk about this we get all caught up in the console wars situation uh-huh. you don't really think about what was really memorable to you personally like you have a lot of gamers that's constantly trying to go back to back at somebody who likes a PS4 or somebody who likes the Xbox you don't really hear about gamers that actually like Hey man, you know what? I don't care what nobody says, but you know when that came out, you know that was pretty cool. You know when Drive Club came out, you know I, I like that. You know that that made me, you know, have some type of appreciation for that console, or like when Forza Five came out, or or you know something like that. Nobody really talks about that. Like when we talked about consoles in the past, like you know you was you you love the fact when you know Twisted Metal finally came out on PS3 or. You had like you know other games that's on Xbox 360 that actually came out on the console that made you like you know this is gonna be this is gonna set the tone of how I'm gonna enjoy this console for the next five or six years you know and, and that's a shame because you don't have you know I ain't gonna say you don't have it because if you're really comfortable with yourself and your gaming you have that moment but this this generation was so you know killed off by toxic behavior with console wars and it's starting to it's starting already and we don't even know what the xbox one series can actually do so i mean what what are your thoughts about that side of the the consoles in general like is uniqueness is likeness or you know you actually be able to enjoy you know the actual games that come with the with the games i mean with the on console well the fact that it's shaped like a computer uh the, the, the desktop tower, uh, I'm sure folks on the, on the Microsoft side are going to be labeling this thing the Tower of Power. That would be one creative. And that's a free one I'm giving you, Xbox heads. That, that's that's exactly, one that's, you, you can literally say is called the Tower of Power uh, for for this. Uh, and then another one, it's been called Sexbox. But, you know, Family Guy kind of beat y'all to that years <laughs> ago. So... Um, I like the Tower of Power one. The sex boxes to me. I mean, I think we talked about this earlier. I think it's more more console fanboy stuff. I, well, no, if you think about it, Series X, you can just take. The I, first, get it, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I was about to say because I mean, no, I'm, I'm like, not. I'm not. I'm not disputing it. But I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, because they were saying it was just like 
sacks? Really? I got a question in the chat already. Ravens uh, Nation asked the cost. What do you think the cost of this console is going to be? Too much. Too much. I think yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to be five forty nine. I think they're going to push it to five forty nine. I don't think it's going to hit the six hundred mark. Six hundred is a death sentence. Well, um, you also got to think about the fact that it's a series, so it's being released like cell phones. So you're going to have to cheap this version, probably going to around like two ninety nine. Uh, to the most expensive version, which is the one they're showing right out the gate, uh, that could be. I, I would say that would be six hundred. You know what? I don't think this is going to be the most powerful console out of the series. I don't think it is. No, I, I think I think they showed their best hand. You think so? Yeah, I think they did. They because they're talking about two other tiers. Yeah, they're talking uh, about two other tiers that's going to be lower. There's going to be a mid, and there's going to be the one that you said that's going to be like two hundred dollars. Something. And if like they that. do what they did with last gen, where they had a refresh, then. Of course, by default, that refresh. But they said the refresh was going to be on the mid-level one. So I'm like, that's that's what I'm hearing. I don't have any sources because apparently people are going around saying they have sources, and they and yeah, that's another thing. I'm just purely speculating and guessing off of based off what happened last generation. So though that's that's my source, in other words. So. I, I'm, I'm, I honestly think that they're going to. Um, I think they're going to. I think they're pulling the wool over us. I really think that they're going to try to go ahead and um, say this is the most powerful one. They're going to give us the mid level one and the lower tier one. Mm -hmm. The lower tier one. I don't think the lower tier one is going to have a, a disk drive. But here's the. But also, I had, had to add this in. You also have to look at the fact that this is this. I'm like, not that this is just a cell phone type. Uh, way of distributing the Xbox. This is also what was done with a like. I, I actually am a recipient of one of those type of PC type consoles. Remember the Alienware Alpha had yeah, three levels: had the i3, i5, and i7. I7, right? So you got to look at that because the, the PC was trying to make it more console people friendly, right? So the Xbox and Microsoft, not the, well, yeah, Microsoft, not the first to, to do it in this manner, but I, I, I think it's a good thing to do. It makes, I think, whatever. I think it's very, it's very consumer friendly if you think about it. Oh yeah. Because if you had the money, you can afford the best and that's the way it should be. If you have the money, then you can buy the best that's out there. If you are cheap, if you're cheapskate and there's nothing wrong with that or on a budget, or what have you, then go for the lower model. Or you can go on QVC where I have all these packages and you just pay monthly and you can just, you know, shortcut your way to get the most powerful other console series. So it's whatever. Hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, there's, there, I have, there's no shame in going to QVC. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, because the thing about QVC is that they normally – uh, give you and give you the package. They never give you like the the console by itself. So you are gonna pay more because you're getting a game or two along with that. Yeah, sometimes you get a game. You sometimes you may get like extra accessories and probably you may mm -hmm. get like three three to six months of uh, Xbox Live as well or something like that. 
But basically, and because everyone, if everyone's familiar with QVC, you basically order, you pay it initially, they send you the console, and then you pay. You pay what? It can be up to like, like anywhere between anywhere between four and six payments. Yeah, and that comes in handy. Yeah, because I mean, you're not you're not really getting you know getting hassled or getting swindled because you're basically you're paying for what you get. You may pay like a little extra just for getting it early, but it's not like it's not like a renter center type thing where you like buying something and Uh the the damn renter the rental costs and fees are like almost eighty percent or something like that. Right. If anything, like if you buy the whole bundle out of the store, you're probably gonna end up paying maybe like seven hundred dollars. With QVC, you're getting it early, so you might end up paying like seven fifty. You're still winning. You're just getting it early if you don't have the money at the time. But um, at the end of the day, uh, I think this is good. It's a good start. I don't think it's anything you know nefarious as far as you know. If you're a gamer, this is something to be happy about. It's always good to have good tech. I mean, new tech is always good to have more um, more options. Uh, possibly something new to uh, actually uh, play with. Um, just waiting to see what the uh, what the PlayStation is going to do now. Um, you want to address this? Thing? Man, what was that? You cut out. Is, is there anything you wanted to address with the fanboy? Be? Uh, I I kind of did a PSA during the intro. It, it's really that's all it is because you do have people that just out here just tripping it's probably no different than what i said in the last uh episode you got people out here just tripping over nothing you got developers owning uh podcast members and doing it on a and 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 i don't know it's just where did we get into the point where did we get to the point where a piece of plastic owns your soul where do we get to that point as gamers where if the Microsoft if if Microsoft is the console you choose, you gotta rep it like it's your uh like it's your set in a gang. It is <laughs> not that serious. Y'all need to stop. Especially I'm like, I, look, I'm 39 years old, about to turn 40 in March of next year. I could care less. I've bought and have owned a whole bunch of consoles throughout multiple generations. I even stated from the beginning of this generation that I was only going to want own one console, and it wasn't based on uh, which one I liked. I was based on which one performed the best as far as reliability. I did the, I did a video back was to early 2013 or something like that. Right. I had decided to get the Sony PS4 because. The 360 killed me with the red rings of death. Yeah, tell me about it. I, I had three of them. And then when I look at this generation and how Xbox kind of goofed at the beginning, but they started making up for it towards the middle. So right now, if I'm looking at it, everything's even for me again. So I could go either way. I can go Microsoft and be back on Xbox Live or whatever, or I could stick with Sony. It really doesn't matter to me. I'm like I for me I'm there for the games. Obviously there are more games on PS4. Now there are more games on PS Now which you can play remotely through PC because they just really they just announced that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is on PS in Now which technically you can play on PC but not natively. So 
yeah, I, I'm. It's just like Dave Chappelle said. It was just like, look, I've done commercials for Pepsi and Coke. <laughs> it's just whoever <laughs> pays me more. Right. Jeez. I mean, my. Thank you. Cut out two consoles. Can you hear me now? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, can okay. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just want to make sure my 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 mic is good because I, I it seems like everything's on the up and up. Mm, okay. So what I was saying is, um, at the end of the day, is like whatever you if you can't afford, you know, both consoles, get the one that you like and just enjoy it. And I don't see what's the big deal about you going after somebody else who has the opposite console. I I just don't I don't understand it. But um, whatever. Again, I just don't see the point of sticking like folks sticking their neck out for these companies. Companies don't care about you. They don't pay you. You're hey, the only thing they want exactly the as it says, a corporate slave. That's right, the exactly only thing they want is are. money. That's all they want is money. They don't care about like if you you want to be a big fanboy for these companies or whatever, do a test. Find out what happens when you don't pay that damn that subscription and see how much they care about you. I look at it like this. They're more well, like the, these people are more likely to stick up for a piece of plastic than their own family members and husbands and wives and whatever in, in the real. And, and that's that's actually truly sad at the end. Yeah, when you start to think about it, that may be the case, but um I don't know, man. Uh still waiting for bills. I don't know if Bill's gonna be here anytime soon, but it, it doesn't matter. The show still goes on. Um, so uh, let's talk about these Lakers, man. Lakers looking good, but I'm looking at this team. I'm mm. looking at what's going on. Uh-huh. I'm looking at stats. And, you know, is it fair to say? What's going on, Problem? He's over here on Twitch. I appreciate it. You coming through on Twitch to, to, to talk to us. Um, is it safe to say that uh Anthony Davis might be leading this team and LeBron is 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 uh taking the back seat? I saw this coming. He wanted to give him 23 in the first place, but you know, they couldn't exchange the uh their jersey numbers due to the you know the licensing of yeah, the jersey already stuff like that. Yeah, this was this was going to happen. This, this, so I'm not shocked that 80 because at the end of the day, LeBron's probably got like two or three more years left in the league, if that, that he's willing to play. It's not that he can't play longer. It's this he's willing to play. I think he I think LeBron wants to stay in the league up until his son gets in there. Or if, if his son happens to get into the league, the least because I've never seen a father and son combo play in the league at the same time. I've seen it in baseball with uh, Ken Griffey Sr. and Jr. Right. But um, at the same time, yeah, AD is the man on that team. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the stats, and I want to see what not, we really have here. I'm like, to tell you the truth, you, only, you really don't need stats to, to figure this out. It's just, to me, LeBron's on a team that he's on his way down, and he's looking to pass that torch. To somebody on the way up. And I mean, even though even though they that person, even though he's on the way down, I mean, he's actually still putting up you know pretty good numbers. Oh I mean, no, no, no! I ain't talking about stats wise him on the way down. I'm talking. I, I am speaking purely from 
the length of time he has played in this league and at and you're he's on his downside of it. I'm not talking stats. I'm talking about like his willingness to play anymore. The fact that AD is leading that team and LeBron is it's like 1A and 1B and LeBron's being 1B but on a given night he'll definitely be 1A. Right. But he's mentoring AD to be one. There'll be no one B, whatever. He's mentoring AD to be that number one guy. Because like I said, it's just at some point LeBron's gonna be like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, because he I mean right now he's averaging 26, 10, and seven. You see what I mean? I mean, I mean LeBron's still putting up numbers, but you yeah. know, AD is actually leading the, the team in points per game. Um, pretty much about the same as they're about the same in minutes. I mean, it, it just looks like – I mean, I've watched a few games. It does look like the, the, the team goes through AD at the end of the day. But um, nevertheless, you know, it, it does seem like, you know, he, he is, you know, taking a back seat and just, you know, he's letting the go, he's letting the team go through him. It, it, to me, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Just I, just I was just wondering because LeBron's always been like the alpha, and I, I thought it was actually – um. But you know what? It, it goes along with LeBron being the facilitator. He's the he's the probably the best ever facilitator that's ever stepped on the court. So you look at that, and you have AD who needs somebody to give him the ball. Yeah, it, it's, it, to me, it's just it, and AD being a gifted player that he is, it's it's just natural that it, that LeBron's going to mentor this kid, mentor this kid to be. And I'm not saying kid. I'm like they're all kids to me. Well, I think LeBron's like he's definitely closer to age to me than than AD. But AD's still in his like early 20s. So he's yeah, a, 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 yeah, AD is 26. Yeah, he, he's still a kid, just like I would call Bill's a kid right about now. But um, yeah, he's gonna mentor him for those two or three years, maybe more. All right. they, they may get one championship out the deal. May get one championship. I got out the deal, and then it's going to be AD's team outright. Okay, hey, I, I just thought it was interesting because it's like, like once you know Anthony Davis got there, you know, it, I thought it was going to be more of them playing together. But it just seems like you know LeBron is you know even though he's putting up his numbers like he I ain't gonna say normally do because it is slightly a step down. That he normally mm-hmm. does because he's usually like doing 27 or, or, or 29, you know, but it, it's pretty much the same. But uh, it seemed like he is really, you know, taking, you know, a back and letting Anthony Davis do his thing. Then you got other big men like Dwight Howard still there. You know, it, it looks like they're on their way to be doing doing some pretty good things. Their record shows that it's, they're, they're doing pretty good right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're playing right now. I think they're up right now today in the game that they're playing. So it's – um. To me, I, I just thought it was pretty interesting to, to to talk about that. You know, I thought, you know, it is something um to be, you know, because nobody really talks about it. You know, you, everybody just talks about what's actually going on on the court. But I think there's some type of transformation to where he's somewhat, you know, slightly passing that torch. Not even say like, I mean, it's Lakers. You know, they, I don't think neither one of them they've been a lot there long enough to be a Laker great. Mm-hmm. But you can see, as far as the team goes, you can see where he's, you know. He's he's giving. It's kind of like that Dwayne Wade, LeBron James type That's situation. What I was about with, to refer to you, right? It, it, it has that feel to it. Um, 
do you think this year they can pull out a, a, a championship this year or next year? What you think? They look like they're going to run away with it. This year? I think they can run away with it because I, I, I'm i like, there are strong teams in the West. There's really nobody in the East that will contend with anybody on the, on the West. The, the East has not been impressive. I, I don't care that Milwaukee has the record that they have. It's just that I'm just not impressed with anybody on the East right now. So – LA definitely looks like they can run with it this year. Yeah, they look. I mean, I I I could say the same thing. It looks like they're going to be able to push, you know, the envelope to pretty much run over any team in the West. Um, the East may give them some problems. Um, I see the 76ers. They they can possibly do it. Also, um, the Bucks. They may, but I, I think the Bucks will probably end up getting swept with the, against this team. Uh. But you never know. That's what I see right now. But like I said about when we talked about the NBA last week, it's still too early to, to actually say what can actually happen. But mm-hmm. um, as of right now, it looks like it's going to be, you know, the NBA, the Lakers look like they're doing what they're supposed to do. Right now they're 24-3. And three, and they're, they're doing a damn good job of playing some ball overall from what I see. Right. But there's, there's no um, – I don't think there's no shame in, in at this point of LeBron James' career, he's 35, to him to start to take a backseat at what he wants to do. I don't see anything wrong with it. You're going to have some LeBron James stands that's just going to want to um, say that he should dominate throughout his entire career, which is fine. I mean, if you're a fan, but let's let's be realistic. If he has the opportunity to let younger guys carry, you know, play that role and still be successful, why not? You know, it's almost it's almost asking like a, a veteran quarterback that that may still have it. You know, you want him to still sling the ball when he got a young stud behind him that can run the ball. I mean, why would you do that? Uh-huh. T- to me, I feel it's the same thing. So, um, I- I'm okay with with how it's going. I mean, I'm not a Lakers fan by any means. I'm a Bulls fan, but just to see how you know Anthony Davis came over to the Lakers and. I don't know how well the the team gels. I've only watched a few games, but from what I see, it seems like they are actually you know in prime position to possibly keep this Laker thing going to where it could be like the Lakers of old, where they can be in contention for the next you know you know ten years. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, JB came in with a question from the YouTube side. He said. Well, not a question, but it's a comment. He said, Kawhi owns LeBron, but I don't think the Clippers have the answer for AD. I, I totally agree with that. Um, Kawhi Leonard is like probably like the only person in the NBA that I've seen to not necessarily, you know, shut down LeBron, but he gives LeBron fits enough to where LeBron has trouble winning games. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, we, we've seen that a couple of times, you know, in the past. So, right. uh, you know, that's um, actually um, – a good point by JB. Doug Thomas is a Lakers fan. He put that in the chat. Yeah, go Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh I would say I don't I don't have an issue with um I don't have an issue with any NBA team. My Bulls are just struggling right now. I'm still waiting for them to do something. They have talent. They're just too young. Yeah, and the Wizards uh right now are just they're definitely in rebuild mode. So this is year I would say this is year one, but it's nice that, that Bertans is the player that I didn't expect him to be like, right. And man, gunning like it's no, like there's no tomorrow. So I definitely like that. All right. 
I mean, I mean, for the Lakers, it's been long. Well, I guess by Lakers standards, yes, because the Lakers hasn't won a championship since was oh nine. Think so, yeah. Yeah, they won against uh the Celtics that year. Yeah, because it was like the revenge series. Because what the Celtics had won it the previous year. Right, right, right. And I think what it was was that uh let's see, because the Lakers had who who the Lakers had because remember they didn't have anybody contend with Kendrick Perkins in that 08 series. And then Powell just got manhandled. Yeah. And then, and then they it, what the next year they had it was a it wasn't Powell that they had they had. Uh, I forgot the kid. Was it was it was it was it Bynum? Bynum yeah, it was it? Bynum. Yeah, when they had Bynum right. to contend with Perkins, and then Perkins was just done after that. Right, right. That that went to seven games, didn't it? Yes, it did go seven games. Okay. I'm surprised nobody talks about that as being a classic or whatever. Um yeah, nevertheless, I mean you got LBJ, you got you know, you got you know, you got uh Anthony Davis, you got a couple other pretty decent players on that team right now. Look like Lakers are back in full form as far as what they used to be. I mean, right now they're at the top of the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, you got these guys passing the uh, the torch to um LeBron's passing the torch in some sense. Uh it's it's gonna be interesting. I don't I don't see that it's like a super team situation. I think you just got two good players. You still got other All teams right. that I mean you still got other teams that got that same type of mentality. Yeah, this, this league has is actually advertising the fact that there are dynamic duos all over the league. Right. I mean, even and with there's, the, no, there's to me, there's no super team in that league. None. Right. And it's a good thing because we've been dealing with super teams in the NBA for what maybe the last seven years, probably mm-hmm. longer than that, or 2011. So yeah, it's been almost 10 years, you know. So it's, it's looking good. So um, JB says the next super team is going to be the Knicks. He's kidding himself. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to the Knicks, man. It's like, super, super trash team. Yeah, there you go. The, like, and the thing is, they have so much historic background behind them. You would think they, they would, people would want to go there to play. But like you said, it's it, the owner and you got yeah, other it's, situations. It's, where, the, like, it's definitely the owner. I'm like, the owner... Um, mismanagement, not just from the owner. I hate to say it, but like Phil Jackson put a dent in that team's reputation, um, force forcing an offense. And, you know, I like that. I like the triangle when it, when he was trying to instill it. the fact that he tried to force it upon people who didn't know anything about the triangle to try. Right. To coach. It was like I can understand like when when Carmelo and them were trying to run the triangle. And it's funny because watching how the triangle, like when I played 2K, when the triangle was prominent in that game, like you could clearly see that the Knicks were trying to run a triangle. And even in the video game, the triangle would hit a stall when uh, Melo got the ball because it was like no one knew what to do. And and to have coaches there that didn't, one, didn't play in the triangle, and two, didn't know any basic concepts of the triangle – to try to get them to coach players like we're gonna run the triangle, run sideline six. What the fuck is sideline six? <laughs> I don't know. Phil just wants me to run it. <laughs> right, right. So, exactly. It's a blind so, leading the blind. Right, pretty much. So I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just gonna be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. Not 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 just with the Lakers, but all the other teams. Cause like like you said, this dynamic duel thing is actually running pretty well where all the other teams have good records and they're actually looking good as well. So 
it's not just the Lakers. It's just that you want to highlight these two guys who are, well, just one at the end of the day, as far as his dominance over the league is actually looking like it's somewhat diminished because he's letting another guy actually take over certain games, actually take over the team. And it is, it's actually a good thing to see, you know, regardless how you feel about LeBron. Um, JB also says that Cat, uh, D'Lo, and Booker will be Knicks. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't see Booker leaving the Suns, but, I mean, we'll see. Um, but like I said, I don't think nobody wants to go there. Even if Cat, D'Lo, and Booker go there, is that actually a super team? That's the real question. <laughs> I wonder if they'd be a team. <laughs> yeah, let alone super team, right? Right. You know, like, so they they got to be a team first before they can jump. They- and no, I have not really seen a team go from not like from basically nothing to super team overnight, or maybe except, oh, not even. I wouldn't even say the Heat were like that. So, yeah. I mean, I think I think this whole super team thing has just just been blown somewhat out of proportion because of you just had superstar players just gel together uh, outside of them actually doing something. You know, they just automatically say, hey. They're super team. So, I mean, it, it's. Well, if you think about it, the CBA is player friendly. So a lot of them get together. It was like, look, sign three year deal. I'll sign three year deal. And then we, we would have played up to the point where um, we in about three years, we're going to renegotiate or we can play together. But if they're already stuck in contracts, but on different teams, like, look, we got the team waiting for us in South Beach. <laughs> right. Because I still remember the recruiting photo with uh, Bosch and, and Wade with that missing what is it, that missing seat, and it was LeBron. And then you had the decision. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm glad that doesn't happen anymore. Cause I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I think at this point, I don't think the NFL – I mean, sorry, NFL. I don't think the NBA would let that happen again because it, it was – at the end of the day, it was a blunder. Fiasco. Yeah, it, it was a blunder on the league overall. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it garnered more attention to the league, but I don't think they want that kind of attention where one player does something like that and grandstand over the whole league and 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 make it, it – it turned into a circus at the end of the day. It it turned in – it didn't – it wasn't a good look at the end of the day. So I don't see that happening. Um, Before we go to the Cleveland Browns, you want to talk about this uh, NFL 100? And also – you guys, if you got any questions, you know, put them in the chat. You know, we're going we're doing Q and A as well. So, um, if you have any um questions ab- about anything, let us know. So, um, you want to you want to go into your little you know situation? Yeah, about the NFL I'm, I'm, right now I'm pulling up the roster. I'm just specifically talking about the wide receivers here that were revealed. If see. you send me the link, I can put it on the screen so everybody can see. See, that's the thing they. Thank God Daryl Green is on there, but mm. so what we got? For some reason I can't find it right away. Let me go back out. If anyone, if you can find a link, well, basically, okay. My thing is, go ahead and keep talking. I'll look for it. Yeah, my thing is, I feel like if you are going to include. And this is specifically for the wide receivers. If you're going to include the list, if you're going to include Steve Largent on this list of, what was it, 24 finalists, 
they're going to pick 10 out of this group. But out of 24 people, you mean to tell me that Steve Largent made this list, but not Art Monk or Tim Brown? Now, I'm not mad that Steve Largent made the list. He previously owned the receptions record, like uh, the individual season reception record, which was broken by Art Monk, then was broken by uh, Jerry Rice and has been broken ever since. I think the current holder is, uh, who's the current holder? Oh, it's Marvin Harrison. Yeah, Marvin Harrison. Yeah, Marvin Harrison. I think Marvin Harrison is on that list. So... Yeah, I can't find. I'm looking for it. Is it the all um, the finals reveal for the all time team? Yeah, it's, it's okay, for the all time it. team. But they just reveal they just uh, revealed the 24 uh, finalists. Okay. Yeah, I got it right here. Okay. It's kind of weird how it looks. I wanted it. They they give you a whole little um. It gives you a whole paragraph for each player, and I don't, I don't want to use that. Mm-mm. I mean, I got it. It got the 24, but each 24 has a paragraph of why they were picked. I don't, I yeah, don't the funny thing about the NFL.com site, when they do the 100, they they have it so weird. It doesn't, like, they do have it to where uh, you can look at the roster, but you literally have to find. I got it. Don't worry about it. I, I, I got it to work. I'll pull it up, and um, we'll just go from there. So... There it is right there. Okay, let me let me look at it. Oh, that's okay. See what I mean? So, they they gives it they give you all the other information yeah, behind it. See, they got Lance Allworth, Raymond Barry. Yeah, Linda let's scroll through these. Yeah. They got Chris, and they got Chris Carter, Tom Fears, mm-hmm. Fitzgerald, Marvin Harrison, Bobby Hayes, mm-hmm. Arroy Hershitz. Um Hirsch. It's just Hirsch. Yeah, you know, that's what I meant to say. Don Hudson. Don Hudson. Michael, uh, Michael Irvin. Irvin, Calvin Johnson, Charlie Joyner, Steve Largent, Dante Lavelli, uh, James Lofton, Don Maynard, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Steve Fios, Jerry Rice, John Stallworth, Charlie Taylor, and who, Paul Warfield. Who, who it's funny because Charlie Taylor is a multi positional player. He also right. played. He, they, as you can read, it says he began his career or began career as a running back. They summarized it. it shifted to receiver in his third season, and he actually so, made he, he actually made the eight Pro Bowls and two of them as a running back. So this is actually he was actually a pretty good running back as well. <laughs> now the slight against Art Monk because I'm I, I, I'm like I'm gonna be realistic. The slight against Art Monk, which they said they used against him and getting him into the Hall of Fame because he didn't, I think Bills may be, yep, he's there. Um, he's okay. So the slight against Art Monk is that he wasn't, he didn't score a whole lot of touchdowns in his career. He, in the, what was it, the four Super Bowls that he appeared in, he was virtually silent. But right. here's, the, here's the problem with, you know, looking at touchdowns as your as your reason for holding a particular player back like stat wise he did hold the 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 single season reception record until it was broken by Jerry Rice which i mentioned earlier right he held the, which was 106 receptions at the time in fact i think he was the first one to break 100 receptions in a season 
I think you're right about that. Because Steve Largent had, what, 90, 96, 97 bills. If you could look, if you could find that. I'm looking at it up right Larkin. now. Oh, I'm okay. looking at the art, the art Mount Coin. Okay. But, um, you said what now, uh, DJ? I was talking about, uh, the case for Art Monk being on his finalist list because yeah, I, I mentioned. What did you want me to look up? Um, what was Steve Largent's uh, career Total? high receptions per season? Oh, Hold on. Oh, per season? Oh. No, not per season, but just for that. Hi, I, I got it. Um, okay. Well, right now, Art Monk is the first player. Okay, here we go. Art Monk was the first player to record touchdown reception in 15, record a touchdown reception in 15 consecutive seasons. He became uh, – he had a consecutive season with these 35 receptions, which was 15. First player to record over 102 receptions. Um, he was the first player to record over 100 receptions in the Super Bowl era. Uh, first player to record back-to-back seasons with 1,200 yards and 90 receptions. Largent. Oh, hold on, I got three more. First player to reach 820 receptions in a career. First player to surpass 900 career receptions. And finished with 940. First player to record at least one reception and 180 consecutive. Why he's not? Why, why he's not one of those top 100? That's well, I, I mean, at first I know you was talking about this earlier, and I kind of brushed it off in the DM. But I'm serious now. I'm looking at this stuff. This dude's stat. Yeah, this well, is some bullshit. Well, here's what makes it worse: is um Steve Largent's high in receiving, as far as receptions is concerned, was 79. For a season, but here's what gets me is the fact that there were seasons he started 14 games, which was the total number of games in a season. Um, for him, like it's not like he sat on the bench, like he started 14 games, he had 33 catches. He had, I mean, you're looking at like okay, another another season in his prime, he had 34 catches. Um, you know, it's just like I don't know what the hell he's doing on there, especially considering the fact they left off AB. They left off. Um, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. you know, I, I, I could, I, you know, as of right now, and I'm not trying to take nothing away from AB. Top 100, I, I think he should be on it, but I'm not mad that he's not. And it's nothing. Well, to take, it's I, not. I'm nothing, mad. It's nothing to take away from him. I mean, what AB played with seven seasons. I'm mad he's not on it, considering the fact Steve Largen is. Well, and, and and I can understand it. I totally agree with that aspect. But when we're talking about top one hundred, if Largent A like I, me, it's it's more of a standpoint that AB hasn't played long enough. He has the numbers. Don't get me wrong. That's why I say I can understand if he is. But when we're talking about the top one hundred, we're looking at a historic, not just numbers. We're talking about a historic length as well. So I I wouldn't be mad either or. That's why I say if AB's well, not on it, it's he's not. Played, it's, he's played ten years. Oh, he's played ten. I don't know why I thought he played seven. Yeah, he okay, played, I can he, I can he understand. Ten years. Um, okay, okay. Why he's I had he's had one, two. He's had four fifteen hundred yard seasons. Um, he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven thousand yard seasons. Um, one, two, three, four, five seasons with uh ten or more touchdowns. So I mean, he. Oh, I mean, I think we all can agree Steve Wardrow has a little business on it. I can understand that. And, and like I said, still with A.B., yeah, I can see why not. But I he, think, he, I he, think he, he has the resume to be on it. I, I get it. My theory is I think what they were trying to do and they missed the mark was they were trying to hit every error. Yeah. 
But the it's issue fine. with that is that what you're doing is you're kind of sacrificing the integrity of the list because mm-hmm. if you're picking the best of the best, you can't just bow down to a guy like Elroy Hirsch okay. and say, oh, well, back in Elroy Hirsch's day, they weren't passing the ball. Okay, well, then I'm sorry, but you have to take guys that could transcend era, and Elroy Hirsch didn't transcend era. Steve Largent obviously didn't transcend era. Even Charlie Joyner, Pete. Uh, Pios, I would have an issue with them being on there. Charlie Taylor, fine. Paul War- Warfield, definitely. Don Maynard, yes. James Lofton, obviously. But there's a couple. Uh, Tom Fears is another one. It's like, really? I get it, but come on. I mean, it's, it's just kind of ridiculous to me. And then when you talk about. I don't know, uh, man. It, I, hold it, on. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm looking at Larger. I'm not saying that. See, I'm not like, saying all these, guys, all, all these guys got a case. That well, well, I, I would say he has the least the least amount though, considering the fact that Art Monk's not on there. Uh, I mean, hell, we could look up Julio Jones's stats, mm-hmm. right? That's true. I, I you know, and, I, and and like I said, I don't think I think the few guys, a couple, I, I think at least about four guys that we just named: Tim Brown, Julio, AB, Art Monk got got snuffed. I, I, Shit, I, I, Tim I Brown's not on there either. No, he's not. He- Hell, yeah. um, you you could over over uh, what you would call it? Steve Largent? Give me Reggie Wayne over Steve Largent. Yeah, I it, mean it, it's yeah. so it's so many guys on here that that you can you can enter and, and take out. It's like I'm not I'm not saying that the the I'm not saying that the list is 100 wrong, but there's some people that obviously just should not be on here. But you can make the case for the people who are on, like like you said, Ark Monk, A B, like the four we just named. I feel that they should be on here over some of these guys, but the guys that we're talking about over, they have numbers to say, okay, I, I see it, but obviously we know those other four guys are better. So NANA says Largent played in a more physical era. Stats so today offensively are so inflated. So did Art Brown. First off, so, are, so did Art Monk. Secondly, the physicality has been replaced by more difficult schemes for receivers to get open in. So you can't even sit and, and talk about this this physical error. I hate when people do that. It's just like in the NBA when they when they try to downplay a lot of the guys these days. It's like, no, the difference is the physicality has been replaced with the evolution of the game as far as schemes are concerned. It, it's not any more easy to get open, especially considering a lot of these receivers are facing a lot more athletic corners than they were back then and athletic safeties. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's like it's like this shit. It's like give and take. It's give and I, take with I, And I think I think really at the end of the day, when you look at this, like we like we can still like lean on those four guys, and you can even put Reg, Reggie Wayne in there as another person that you know that could be the you know four A as far or instead of just five, just because he's like right there with the rest of them. These you can replace those with some guys on here, and it it will be right. Um. Hold on a second. But Ravens my, Nation, my, my Ravens Nation asks. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Hold on, I got you. But I, I just think that when you look at some of these guys' background, even though that we know, we all know that the five that we named are pretty much better receivers based on the era and athletic ability of what they can do. They have numbers. These receivers have numbers, whereas like from a numbers game, I see why they're on there. But from the eye test, we clearly can see that these other guys should be on there. As yeah. well as stats as well. 
as well as that as well. And plus, at the same time, when you think about uh, when you th- with Jerry Rice being on the list, but not Art Monkler, well, not so much Tim Brown, but you know, with Rice and Monk, those were two of the bigger receivers. Of course, you had other receivers that got like Randy Moss at like six four and stuff like that. But this is where the receiver position started getting bigger. Like they were, they weren't just tight ends anymore yeah like, i mean that's when you start seeing the six two six three receiver right right mm-hmm. i mean we weren't even talking about six four back then or six five receiver right it was just the six two six three receiver was like something to behold back then yeah. um like i said i don't i mean i don't i don't have a, a big problem with what they have but clearly arc monk tim brown easily should have been on top 100 I mean, they should be on this list. And when you look at more modern guys, like you, like we said with the Julio or AB, it's like they could easily be fitting on here as well. But it, I think more the Art Monk and the Tim Brown, that's criminal. I think it is. But I, like I said, well, when you look at the list, it's like I see it, but still it's still bullshit. Well, let me answer, um, let me answer Ravens Nation. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Evolution of schemes, how? Because today's coaching is some of the worst coaches of all time. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, but, but here's my thing. It's not about the coaches that are in the league now as far as the head coaches. I don't care about them. When you talk about nickel, how many teams were running nickel back in the 80s? How many teams were running nickel back in the fucking 60s, 70s? Not many teams. So the schemes, I mean, how about, okay, people's mind were blown when Bill Belichick. Come on, man. When Bill Belichick introduced a dime defense in a fucking Super Bowl in the 80s and people's minds were blown. Are we really going to sit here and act like schemes aren't a lot harder to to digest for these receivers, especially when you start talking about all the zones and where the pressure's coming from and then who these receivers are being passed off to in zone? It's way more difficult. I don't know why y'all would even say that. I hate Doug Thomas, man. I hate him for that. Why well, he had to bring it? He brought up Andre Reed because that's another person you can talk about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, I hate that. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I yeah. And, tw- and then also, what about Mark? What about uh, what was it? Uh, Mark Clayton and what Duper from the Miami Dolphins? Super yeah, 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 yeah. Mark the fact, Clayton. The fact that they had uh, Dan Marino. Which I wonder when they revealed the quarterback. Have they revealed the quarterbacks yet? I don't think so. I, I'm looking. I'm looking at the whole team right now. I have the site up. I was going to ask y'all a couple questions about that because I kind of see some questionable omissions here. Um, yeah, jump, jump to a few real quick. That, that's actually kind of egregious. So, okay, I'm looking. I'm looking at the running backs. So the running backs they have Jim Brown, Earl Campbell. Earl Dutch Clark, he played back in the leather helmet days. Eric Dickerson, Lenny Moore, Marion Motley, which is one that I didn't think they would put on there. He's pretty good. Uh, Walter Payne, Barry Sanders, Gail Sayers, and O.J. Simpson. Oh, I'm sorry, and uh, Emmett Smith and Steve Van Buren. So as far as the running backs, there's no, no nobody I really see that's missing. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But one. then I go to the okay, Damn, even Kirk Cousins got snuffed on a Pro Bowl. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Even the linebackers, you got Chuck mm-hmm. Bignarek, you got Bobby Bell, you got uh, Derek Brooks, you got Buckus, Jack Ham, Ted Hendricks, Jack Lambert, Willie Lanier. I would like to see Jim Schmidt in there somewhere mm. uh, from the Lions way back in the day. I'd like to see the one from the Browns, uh, from the Giants. What was his name? Uh, freak. 
I forgot his name, but I like to see him in there. But I mean, you know, overall, okay, Smith is in there. Uh, Junior Seau and LT. So, you know, not bad. But no. then I got to the defensive ends. I have a question. This isn't so much an issue. I have a question. Now, do you think J.J. Watt should have got consideration with this? No. Uh-uh. Too early. He kind of almost got like the A-B treatment, but on top of that, you have a lot of guys that played that position around that time that did way more transcendent things. I think J.J. Watt is just right along with everybody else. True. I mean, how many seasons has he played? J.J. Watt played the same amount of time as Ndamukong Sue. I mean, dude dude almost has 100 sacks. Right? He's played, what, nine seasons? Uh, Let me look. Where 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 where's this list? Send me the link. Uh, I just typed in NFL 100. I'll send you the link. Oh, don't, don't worry about it. I got it. Go ahead, keep keep looking. I got you. Uh, JJ Watts played. Uh, they won't tell me the number. Fucking one, two, three, four, five, six. He played about ten seasons too. Okay. I think he, um, I think he's, I think he's going to be the victim of AB treatment, and I think he's going to get it a lot more because, like I said, you got guys that played that position and you know they're more prominent at their role like with receivers you know there was a time with receivers where they weren't as dominant but you see the numbers but you can see that these guys that played on the defensive line was just dominant throughout their entire time i mean there there was no transcendent it was like you're either dominant or you're not i like um i like the cornerbacks list i'm gonna get to that in a second so yeah, i'm just looking scrolling. at it now Scrolling here. Um, you know, DNs are fine. I was just going to bring up, uh, you know. Okay, JJ, I'm looking at JJ, JJ Watt was definitely going to I'm 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 going to share this uh, so everybody can see it. Uh, then we got then we got defensive tackle. You got Junius. Hold, Buck, on, let me, let, let, hold okay. on. Let me get the screen up first. Defensive Bob, tackle. Okay. Bob, Bob Lilly. That's a really good one. Yeah. John Randall's a bit surprising. That's not that, that, that's not that's not a bad pick though. For defensive I'm to, tackle, that's I'm not trying a bad to think one. of other defensive tackles that they might have. That's what I'm saying. Like, wh- who could you really? Uh, I, w- I I wouldn't say to take anybody off. I'm just trying to think if there's anybody that they might have. See, missed. here's the thing. Uh, out of this list, uh, are this is this the final selection? Those or? are the finalists. So some of them they've done the finalists. And then they picked those, so those are the final guys. Because I think they had like yeah, about, about to say. yeah. So so certain positions they already have the final guys. They haven't even gotten mm-hmm. a receiver yet. Um, yeah, because they they have twenty four. Because like you saw on that list, there's twenty four receivers. But yeah, so all the ones in yellow they've already picked. Yeah, all the ones in yellow. Done. They know so, yeah. Um, cornerback. I, I got the cornerbacks up now. I mean, goddamn. I mean, that's perfect. I I think. Yeah, that's that's I can't think of anybody else, honestly. Um Charles Woodson, any consideration? Yeah, Charles Woodson definitely in consideration. Champ yeah, Bailey. Champ up. Champ Bailey also. Oh, yeah, Champ Bailey. Those, those two are definitely in consideration, but I'm I'm not mad at this 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 list at all. This Mike, is a this is a really good list. I mean, yeah, Mike Haynes and Willie Brown, they put on the same team too. Um yeah. Mel Blunt obviously gotta stay, Daryl Green gotta stay. Yeah, I don't. I don't see nobody. You yeah, take off. there's no like, one you could take I, off. Like, I mean, if anything, like, I would extend it. How many are they doing for each one? One, two. They're doing seven for each one. They're like doing seven, yeah. But like uh, I said, not really, because the receivers are doing ten. See, I would. I would add. Mm, Tyler. If, 
Talog, mm, yeah, he's a step below, I think. Yeah, I think he's a tier below. I, I'll say this: I think, I think, I think Revis is a glaring omission. Um, I think Revis is a glaring, glaring omission. Um, Revis, overall, I, I, one top one hundred. Hell yeah, gotta be. Mm-hmm. He dominated. He dominated the league for what four years straight? Uh, four. <laughs> no, that's what I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, but yeah, but he, he played well for seven, but he dominated for four. I, I, These I, guys I, played well for about seven. Dion obviously was great his whole career. I Mel Blunt, same I thing. Think, Rob Woods, the same thing. But a lot of these guys, like the guys in the middle, Dick Knight, Train Lane, Mike Haynes, um, Willie Brown, they all had peaks, and they kind of, you know, I think, I think Revis is slightly, and I'm talking about very slightly below this list. I think it's like very slightly. Like you, you're talking about. I'm taking missed. Mike. I'm taking. I'm taking Mike Haynes out, and I'm putting Revis in. You know? okay. that, that's what I would do. I I got you, but I, I think with this list, I think he's slightly below. Not and that's really, really, really slight. Because mm. I mean, not only not only that, not the fact that he was dominant. You know, Revis played the position the right way. He didn't do. And I, this is not to take a slight at Dion. He didn't do what Dion did. Dion baited a lot of his interceptions. Dion did a lot of things because of his speed. He had the technique, but he did a lot of things because of his speed. And, it, it, and that's why he's one of the best to do it because it wasn't he wasn't that much of a technician. He did a lot of that stuff because he was just naturally gifted. And I think that's why Revis is going to get a lot of punishment. Right, but that's the thing. But um, Revis, Revis did it off technique. Like, he uh-huh. really did. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why I say that, you know, I, I can I get it. Well, and then think about this too. All these guys on this list have multiple Super Bowls. I, I think. I think so. Re- yeah. Re- Revis only has one. Think no, actually, Rob Woodson might not have one, but everybody at the top has has at least two. Rod got um, one. Rod got one with the Ravens, didn't he? Shit, he was on the Ravens. Okay, yeah, yeah so he, he got one on the Ravens. He was on the Ravens. Yeah, um, was, I think he was a safety at that point. Yeah, he was a safety at that point. Two thousand Ravens. But Reva's only got one, so it's kind of like you can't really think about what he's done in big games because he hasn't played in like. Hey, see, that's the thing. I'm not even when it comes to this position because I played this. It it it's about what you do against the person across the uh, across yeah. the scrimmage. You know what I'm saying? And he did it the right. Now I'm not taking nothing away from him as far as him being on this list. Like yeah. I think he's slightly under because of just look who you got in front of you now. It's like it's very hard. To, like you say, you want to take Mike Haynes off, but I'll take I mean, my hands off. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, is it really criminal to do so? No, but it's hard to take him off regardless. Either way, now, now if you talk yeah. about kind of, if you talking about taking somebody else off, then then you're gonna get muted. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, with everybody, but with Mike Haynes, I can see that. I can see. Yeah. That. yeah. Um, let's look at some of the uh the the comments real quick. Uh. Doug Thomas says Richard Dent was a beast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, agree. I agree. Um, Ravens they said Mike Haynes and Deion Sanders, two of the best cornerbacks ever. That's I ain't gonna say that's deba- debatable, but that's hard to take down. That's a hard comment to take down. I don't know. I kind of thought uh Daryl Green was a better corner than Deion. Oh uh, well, well, mm. you, you're 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 a because, fan, so. no, because did did Dion ever race Daryl Green in, in a race? I ain't gonna lie, Daryl Green but was Darryl fast. Green he was, was fast. That is true. Was was multiple time fastest man in the NFL. I didn't see Dion trying to 
you know, take up that challenge. Okay, you know? so and and and, and, oh, and, and the thing about Daryl Green, his main counterpart that he went up against was Michael Irvin. I'm like, there was really nobody in the league. Not that I said that it was kind of like back and forth between him and Michael Irvin, but you also talking about a guy that ran down Tony Dorsett, ran down Eric Dickerson. He could run down your fastest player on your team because he did. I mean, he he, he had the speed, no doubt, no doubt. But he was, and he's also a clutch player. So you you also you had that. Uh, well, I think it was the eighty. It was the playoff game against the Vikings that he was part of the play that broke up the uh, the the potential reception. If the Vikings would have scored, they would have been playing the Denver Broncos in right. the Super Bowl and not the Washington Redskins. And then you had the game against the Chicago Bears where he had that punt return where he had a broken – he broke his rib in the middle of that punt return. Well, Bill, Bill, we, we smell bias, right? I I'm just naming stuff that happened. No, but you, because you, 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 no, you, have, no, you, have, you have an excellent because point. Here, I'm, I'm just here's joking with thing. you. But I'm also looking at this. I'm looking at Deion Sanders. I was like, did he ever show up in those games against the Washington Redskins? No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not not Deion Sanders showing up against the Redskins. I mean, Deion. 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 There's Deion. Who? There's been times. There's been times Deion got torched by Rice a couple of times too. Well, 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 I I know that, but I'm saying, you know, I look at one season particular. Oh, you talking about? Are you talking about Deion playing when he played with the Redskins? That's what you're talking about. No, no, when he played with the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, Dion was never a factor in any of those games. I want to address. Well, what... I mean, when when Dion played with the Falcons, Dion was more dynamic punt returner than anything. He didn't become like he the, was a the... premier corner at that point. Listen, even though he was a premier corner at that point, the main weapon for Dion in Atlanta was mostly punt returns. I beg to differ. Well, I I, I want to address what Ravens Nation is saying because he said Mike Haynes was the only corner to me besides Dion who could literally shut down the other half of the field. I mean, I mean, you're looking at all these players up. Here and you want to say that Stefan Gilmore Gilmore is doing it this year. No, I'm just saying. I mean, you look at these other plenty of cornies that have cornies. There's plenty of cornies in the city. I know, right? There's plenty of corners that have done that, though. I mean, no, I mean, there, there's corners that's not even on this list that shoot, done it. I Mel mean, Blunt was like Mel Blunt and Willie. I mean, Brown it's two, are like most physical corners. I mean, it's two really guys that we, it. it's two guys that we talked about beforehand that was snubbed, Champ Bailey and and, and Charles Woodson. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, man. I mean, there's been there's been plenty of there's been plenty of uh yeah. um guys like uh, let, let's scroll down to the uh to the next ones. Before we I want to see the safe list. I don't think I've seen this yet. All right, we got Jack Christensen. King he, was ahead of, he was ahead of his time. He was ahead yeah. of his time, too. Ronnie Lott, Ed Reed. Okay. Emlyn Tunnel. I'm, I'm, I'm calling bullshit. Larry Wilson. <laughs> we call I'm bullshit. calling bullshit already. <laughs> I don't like those last two. I'll tell you that I'm much. I'm calling bullshit already. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Steve Atwater, where is he? Mm. Where, where, where's Steve Atwater? Seriously, um, I'm sorry. Where's Jack Tatum? Jack, mm. exactly. That's another one. Where is uh, where's Troy Polamalu? Mm. Exactly. Uh, who else are we forgetting? I mean, you could talk about uh Charles Woodson at safety. You could talk about Rob Woodson at safety. You what can, Brian Dawkins. You, oh, Brian shit. Dawkins, definitely. Uh, Brian Dawkins. <laughs> um, I, I, I can see those other two you were talking about, but I, I wouldn't put them on this list. But they play damn good at safety. But Which I wouldn't one? put them on this. Oh, uh, Charles, 
Charles Woodson, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't put him at on here safety, uh-huh. but they played the position very well. Uh, well, okay, well, another one. Didn't John Lynch win a defensive player of the year? John Lynch is another one. Yeah, and they're talking about him possibly not making bro, a bro. You can make it. You can make the 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 case for Adam Archuleta. Okay. If you're gonna put ton, if you're gonna put Tunnel and Wilson on here, you can make the case for Adam Archuleta. He was not that bad. <laughs> you, you know, you know what? You know what? I, I'm gonna bring some bias into this shit right now. I would put Sean Taylor over two of these motherfuckers. I I agree. I agree with that too. And I, and I'm not even necessarily saying that's bias. Larry Wilson. Larry Wilson can get the fuck out of here. Uh, Ravens Nation said, uh, Ravens Nation said, where's Ken Raleigh? Who was that? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Well, who's kidding? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know who he is. So I guess we no, but seriously, though, like Brian Dawkins, Steve Atwater. Um, all right, we're not gonna have the Brian Dawkins uh slander in there. No, I'm not. No, I'm just saying they should be not you. Board. I'm talking about Ravens Nation. Oh, yeah, Bird All the Come on, man. John Lynch. Uh, that's another one. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking up Kim Riley right now. Who was the Steelers safety? Did they have a great safety back there? No. Outside of Troy? No, like like back in the like uh steel curtain days. I man, had... come on, come on, man. You he, this man trying to get muted, man. Come on, bro. Bob You know what? On, yeah, I, think, I think he has a case with Ken Riley. Okay, but I'm just saying though, he he about to lose his 65 case. Sixty five career interception. He about he about to lose his case with that next the post. Only thing though. Bob Sanders is better at Sean Taylor than is sitting out fucking games. That's the only thing he's better. <laughs> the only thing he's better than the Mac. Now on, I man. will say this. I will say this. If 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 Brian if Bob Sanders was healthy his entire career, you got a case. Of course. But but mm-hmm. that that's just saying like, oh yeah, Sam Bradford is a better quarterback than Matthew oh. Stafford. <laughs> but now, now let's be honest, Matthew Stafford. I'm not mad at but Sam Bradford has the tools, but the motherfucker couldn't stay healthy. So mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. But no. Uh Paul Cross was another one kind That's of another good time. one. That's another good one. Merton Hanks is another good one. <laughs> um wait a minute, uh, but didn't he start as a corner though? Was Merton Hanks a corner? Yeah, he was no, 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 no. Merton Hanks was the corner. Tim McDonald was the safety. Tim That's what I'm about to say. That's Tim what McDonald. was Tim McDonald was the safety. That's right. But um, no, this in um so what what you said about Ken Riley? He had who? What, what he yeah, have? he had 65 career interceptions. Okay. How, how many years did he play? He played. I'm looking up now. Damn. Did wow, he played in the Bengals. Yeah. He played, uh, 13 seasons. Yeah, 13 seasons. That's actually, he, played, he played one in the AFL. One in the, and, and he had 65 picks. That's actually pretty impressive. And he never he never went a year without picking off a pass. That's I what I'm about to say. His low was in 1979 with only one interception. Okay, for him to have nine in 1976. He had yeah. eight interceptions in his final year, which was close to his career high. Nine, which was he was 36 years old. Yeah. That, no, but seriously, though, that ratio of 13, six, um, 13 seasons and 65 interceptions, that's actually pretty impressive. That's, that's interesting. That, um, no, no, that's really. I mean, Ravens Nation might be, but you know, you lose points for that Bob Sanders, um, <laughs> uh, that Sean Taylor slander. You, you, and, and he had a, an, an interception in three of his seven playoff games that he played. That's impressive too. So yeah, yeah, you might have a case. Yeah, but I don't know who this uh, Emlyn Tunnel and Larry Wilson. I don't know them like that. 
but I, I rest assured that we just named about five other safeties that can. I'm still mad that Steve Atwater's not on here. Seriously, Steve, Steve Atwater was a monster. Yeah, he was. It's like Steve Atwater and, and Ronnie Lott, like he was like a prototype of Ronnie Lott. Mm, like, how yeah. could you not? You know. Yeah. I mean, shit, you look at the career Earl Thomas has put together, he got to go over a couple of these motherfuckers. Um, give Earl Thomas about four more years, and then I'll put him up here. Well, then what about Eric Weddle? Eric Weddle, three. I'll say four more as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Take that back. How long Eric Weddle been in the league? Oh, Eric how long? Weddle, both, Eric how Weddle long, been in the league. Yeah, let's back up, back up, back up, back up. Why I keep thinking these guys are young? Earl Thomas, in, no, seriously, <laughs> Earl Thomas has been in the league for, for almost 10 years, right? Yeah, and Eric Weddle's been in the league for... Not the same amount of time, right? 13 years. Okay, okay, yeah. You can put that up, them on the list with uh, Steve Ratwater and all that. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. I, I can agree they're with like, that. They're like, they're like, you know, they're, they're a step below. I think Every's the greatest safety of all time. I think Ronnie Lott's Ooh. right there. Oh, you think Eric's the greatest of all time? Ronnie or Eric? You gotta look at Eric. You gotta look at Eric. Every, you gotta look at what he did and when he did it. Yeah, when he did it, that's <laughs> the most important part. Probably the most clutch yeah, safety mean, you have ever seen in your yeah, life. Yeah, that's true because you got that read, dude. That dude you got, played well in every playoff game, damn near that he's played. Because you got Reed, you got Lot, you and, got Troy. And pulled Belichick a couple of times, too. You yeah, you got that. Don't you get Brady. You got Reed, you got Lot, you got uh Christensen for the, for the time, for the time you got, period. And you got Troy, you got uh, Atwater. The greatest, yeah. though? I mean, it's hard to say well, no well, to that, well, though. And, well, and then throw Tatum in there, which I think is, like, the yeah. most glaring. If you're gonna cover every error, to not put Tatum in there is like egregious. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not saying that you're wrong. It's just yeah, I feel it, you. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I, I can't disagree. I mean, but when you look at all these other safeties, you talking about some great safeties. But yeah. Ed Reed, yeah, you might be right. And the thing is, I never thought about it until you said something. Oh wait, um, that linebacker was was Erlacher on there? Let's go back and see. All right, we got Chuck Bednar, Bobby Bell, Derek Brooks. Um, dick in the butt kiss. Wow, <laughs> really? I don't um, see Erlacher on here. No Erlacher Jr., Lawrence Taylor, Jack, Jack Lambert, Ham. a Jack Ham. Well, both Jacks. Yeah, Ted Kendrick. No Kendricks. Ted Hendricks. Um, Ray Lewis. I, I I don't have a problem with this list, but you do have some snubs. Okay, some... so so the linebacker I was talking about was Sam Huff. Okay, he played. Uh, he played back in the day. He played for the Giants. He was an absolute Ooh. monster. As far mm -hmm. as safeties, Tadal came up with a very good one. Let's go back to safeties real quick. He said, "What about Darren Woodson?" That's not a I bad saw, one. I saw him, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I think Darren, Darren, I think Darren didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't think he had a long. Wait, yeah, coming. he had. He had those few good years in. in 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 Dallas and wait, rapization. We're really head. we're really gonna do this with Erlacher right now. Man, we're don't really do Erlacher do like that. We're bro. really gonna do this with Erlacher er, right er, now. Erlacher er, er, and Derek Thomas. Bro, Erlacher and yeah. Derek Thomas got snubbed. P please don't do this. Like, uh, Derek, hey, hey, like Derek, like Derek Thomas had like what seven sacks in a game or something like that. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> he had like seven sacks in a game twice or something like that. And he only played with like, anyone years. has done that. Dude, Right, know, another another great one is underappreciated. Leroy Selman. Yeah, that's another one. 
Um, you know what? Very underrated. And I might be a little biased. Jesse Tuggles, another good linebacker. Yep. Okay, okay. Now y'all gonna beat me up for this. Uh-oh. Luke Keekley. Now, now hold, stay with me now. Luke Keekley's played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's played eight years. He had 171 tackles, 166 tackles, 165. He's never had a year under a hundred. Okay. And I mean, he, man, that dude. Luke Keekley's gonna be up there in a couple he's more. Played, he's played. He's played. He's played. He's played. He played eight years. Seven years. So he probably, yeah, give him probably, about, now, yeah, like now you want to talk about somebody to get three or four? Give me about three or four. Yeah, like yeah. three or four more years. Yeah, I, I can give him that. Um, uh, where see. we at? Uh, we still, at, still on the linebackers. Um, oh yeah. I, I'm um, still with the, I'm still with Derek Thomas. Derek Thomas should be one. I like Derek the Thomas. fact Willie Lanier is on there. Now, this list is not bad, but you got a couple other ones that could you could replace and not be not have a problem with. Who do you think? Who would you replace? Um, oh, that's a see, I still like Derek Thomas on this list, but I can't say who. I really can't. Um, hmm. everybody on here is good. Damn, a weak spot might be. Then, then, then you got then then you got Singletary not on here. Uh, I would say Ted Hendricks, perhaps. If you think about if you think about the linebacker, if you think about not the linebacking core, but if you think about the total Raiders defense, Ted Hendricks was good. He was really good, but mm, yeah. If you take him out and put Erlacher in, is it really gonna cause like a stir? Like Erlacher, like I said, who else? I said Derek Thomas, Singletary. Um yeah, like, I mean, honorable mention is a tier below is Jesse Tuggle. I don't think Jesse Tuggle will be one of the greats, but Jesse Tuggle was a damn good linebacker. He was really good. He was really good. I mean, Willie Lanier got to stay. Lambert got to stay. I don't see nobody you really could pull, but like I said, those three guys. Yeah, made. maybe Ted Hendricks. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Everybody else on here is like they were really good. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, any, were, any any push for Zach Thomas? Hmm. Um. Let me let me pull him up a little bit. I don't. Yeah, I don't have. A, I don't have a problem with him being mentioned, but to be replacing somebody, I think I he's don't think he can replace anybody. I, I, I think he's. I think he's right there on the level with Jesse Tuggle. Yeah. I think he's on the level with Jesse Tuggle, where you can see him. You know, possibly. You know, being oh, right shit. there. Wait, 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 Patrick Willis. How about him? He retired too early. Fucking he has the he has, he has the talent. He just retired too early. How many years he played? Seven. I think he played like six or seven or something like that. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. He had. Don't get me wrong. Now he had all the tools to be one of the greats. He just left too early. Oh This is kind of. It was kind of kind of funny how they got Calvin Johnson on the wide receiver one because he I was, was a monster. He was a monster, but he only played nine. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Because if you're going to put Calvin Johnson on there, how do you not put Julio Jones on there? Mm. There you go, AB as well. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's when it gets kind of. Yeah. That's so when it gets real iffy. We but like I said, with, with with Patrick Willis, I mean, definitely he has the tools. He just left a little bit too early. Bobby Wagner in a couple years. Yeah, he could be one. Um, like you said, Keekley could be one. Um, Deion what? Jones is way too early, but he has the tools. Deion definitely has. Yeah, he has all the tools, but he's he's only like in his third year. He's like third or fourth year, so he's way Ken too Newton, Ken Norton Jr. Okay, all right. 
You, you know what? I will, I, I will say Jr. this. I, I will say this. Ken Norton is right there with the Tuggles and. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. You don't think so? Come on, no. man. Now I will say this. Now back no. then, I, 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 I will Snorton say this. I, I, I have, I have, a, I have a bias because back then I was a 49ers fan. No, I was around. I was converting from a 49ers fan to be a Falcons fan because my first team that I ever liked was the 49ers. Ken so Norton was, Jr. thought he was fucking Charles Haley trying to jump back and forth between. And Super that's Bowl another eight. guy, Charles Haley. Charles Haley, uh, doesn't he still lead defensive end? Doesn't he still lead the um all time in, in playoff sacks? Yeah, something like that. I think so. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a been standing for thirty years now. Right. Yeah, he played well with the Cowboys and 49ers. But Ken Norton Jr. Hmm. Yeah. What's up with these kickers? What we got? Really? Come on now. <laughs> no, no, no. Dead ass serious, man. Why Morton Anderson is not on this list? Right. Well, I mean, those are the two best kickers of all time to me. Stanaru was a problem, bro. Bills. Bills. I feel you. Bills, come on you now. Look, you can't take Stanton Root off. You can't take Vinatieri off. If you're only going to pick two, I would pick those man, two. Man, Morton Anderson is the league, is the you know all-time points leader. Come on now. He played a million years. But anyway. <laughs> come on, uh, man. I, okay. I would put four, and I would put Morton Anderson. I'd put Justin Tucker. Hmm. I'll put Morton Anderson. Okay. I I, I can see. Because to me, I feel like none of these two should be replaced. But I don't understand why they only got two. I don't get more, that. Put Morton Anderson. Put Justin Tucker. You'd be good. Because be Morton Anderson was. That, that dude was. That dude was automatic. No yeah. joke. That dude oh, was. He dude. was. Uh, what is P.S. Punter? Yeah. Well, Ray Guy, well, Ray Guy is the greatest of all time. So yeah, Ray Guy was awesome. Yeah, I agree. Shane, Shane Lettler. Mm. Both from the same team. I know, right? A lot um, of readers love you. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have anything with this because I'm not the expert on. on Absolutely not. I'm not. You mean to tell me <laughs> Reggie Roby couldn't make this list? Ooh. Exactly. Reggie. <laughs> Reggie Roby from the Miami Dolphins. This is, okay, this is interesting. This, yeah, as, that's why. That's why. As that's far why I as I know, he's the well. Besides the the one the Raiders had a few years ago, he's like the lone black punter. That oh, so that that's what it's about. Is is race thing? No, I didn't say it was a race thing. I was just <laughs> that's what I remember the most about him. But he was a prominent punter back yeah. then on the Miami Dolphins. So return, I got you. return. You got Devin Hester and Billy White Shoes Johnson. This is hard. It's hard to pull these guys. I I remember the fine. I remember the others that they had finalists. I know originally they had Brian Mitchell, so I know. But and I'm trying to figure out if they had Terry Metcalf in in here as well. Is it Terry or Eric? Eric. Yeah, Eric was good too. Yeah, yeah. This is this this is one that this is one they should have added more to because you you had a couple other ones that was good. You can't take Billy White shoes off. You can't take neither one off. Oh no, no. You are well, you obviously can't take Devin Hess. I mean, come on, he's the greatest of all time. Um shit. Can you put Dion in two categories? Nope. No, that's that's that Uh, would disqualify him because it'd be two categories. Yeah. Uh any consideration? Not 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 not. I might sound biased, but let's be honest. What about Alan Rossum? He has to be on it, but uh, what about um, what about Josh Cribbs? You think too short? That's another one. I, what 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 kills Josh Cribbs? What kills his argument? He was a he was a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. He can do too many other things as well. He I was not just, 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was not just a returner. Like he can play quarterback if he wanted to. He well, had that's every... a, actually, that's a good one. Desmond Howard. Yeah, Desmond's a good one. Dante okay, Hall. Oh, yeah, that's a good I one. Gonna say, I was gonna say Dante Hall. Um, maybe too short of a period. Dante Hall was a flash in the pan. I can agree. Yeah, so, he would the, the, he's what got mad and fucked yeah, up. Yeah, because the thing with Dante Hall, Dante Hall was fast and he had like two or three good returns. And he had that one play when he juked that dude that looked like a Madden juke. And it was Yo. a highlight. It's still a highlight reel to this day. So those Dante three... Hall probably had the fastest shuttle run of all fucking time, bro. Right. Exactly. In, inside that little five-yard radius, good luck, dude. Right, exactly. So it's like I think that's what that is like the flash in a pan that stands out. But overall career, no, he shouldn't be considered. But like like you said, like Devin Hester, Billy White Shoes. Um, we, uh, Al- Alan Rossum was really underrated. I mean, that dude, when he played with the Falcons, he was like damn near guaranteed at least one or two a season. And for a returner, that's that's big for, you know, returners to get at well, least one or two a season. At well, least the position, two. The position we're about to go to, I think they got uh, the most right. Was it tight end? Tight end, yeah. Mike Ditka, Tony Gonzalez, Rob, John, Mike. Yeah, yeah you you can't. I, I, don't, I don't see... I don't see nobody getting pulled. No I don't see. Can take off. I, I can't think nobody you can add either when you think about it. Who, uh, who you add? Shannon? Yeah, Shannon's a good one. Other than that, other you than know that, that's funny. That. Just to go it's back to the okay? wide just to go back to the wide receiver mm-hmm. spot, Sterling Sharp, even though his even though his career was cut short, he was destined to. If he played longer, he yeah, because it was him. cut short yeah. due to injury, yeah. Because that that dude, like he was well on his way. No, that dude was like damn near like Jerry Rice level at the time. Because you know it was Jerry Rice yeah, and nobody was, else around that time, so it was like Sterling and Jerry. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a monster. I was gonna bring up another person. I kind of thought, thought it was Jerry and Art Monk, but that's, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody. Um, somebody put in an article. Uh, Andre Johnson's an interesting one. Mm. He, he is. Played, he put up so many monster stats, but and he, he played, played it, he on a put, really bad team. For most he played of an entire career too. Yeah, so you like, can't you can't say he was cut short. Yeah, but these tight ends, man. I mean, that's perfect. There's, yeah, that's no perfect. One. This is this is one we can honestly say they got right. Shannon yeah. does get honorable mention. Uh, Ravens Nation said Dallas Clark, Doug Thomas. Also, what do you think Dallas about Antonio Clark? Gates? He gets mentioned too. Yeah, I think he gets. But I think it. I think Antonio Gates get mentioned because of longevity and consistency, not necessarily because he was like one of the those guys. I would. You know I would take Dallas Clark. I would take Dallas Clark. Uh, I, I wouldn't put him on that same level. Um, no, I won't. Jason uh, Witten. No, another one. Of, he's another one. A product of longevity. I mean, yeah. I mean, but when you look at this, when you look at this roster. Of right in front of us right now is like this not outside of Tony Gonzalez, it's not really about longevity. But even with Tony Gonzalez, the dude had hands of a receiver. Yeah, his yeah. talent. You see what I'm saying? His talent stood out. Yeah, like, that, with, and that's the most important thing about the tight end position because they revolutionized their spot. Right. Like when you look at a Dallas Clark, or you say like Antonio Gates, or you look at um, what's the guy on Dallas? We just named him. Well, uh, Witten, those guys are playing because they're they're good because they're like reliable, not necessarily because they're all time great. It's like okay, he's gonna be there. Compared to you looking at this list right here, like yo, these dudes like really like they were they're cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Um, 
Next next up for that is going to be Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I think uh, he's going to be one of those guys that can George beat that one. Yeah, because you see what I'm not now. You kind of see what I'm saying. You look at yeah. a you look at uh, a Jason Witten. He's a Mister O Reliable. He's just going to run his five. You know his five little route. He's going to be open because he's like consistently open. Travis Kelsey can do like so many other things. Rob yeah, Gronkowski so many other things. Coach. You know. Hey, I don't ben agree. Co- no, no, I, no, no. I don't agree. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest. Ben Coates was that guy's like he's one of those guys like a notch right under um Shannon. Ben Coates could do what these guys do, but he just wasn't on that level because because he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't like Mr. O'Reliable that'd get open. He had athletic ability too. Oh shit! You know what? I forgot somebody for returners. Oh that Bobby Mitchell. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. By Mitchell, that's a good one, man. The Allen Rossum slander is not going to be a uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. You said returner, you said Bobby Mitchell. Don't you mean Brian Mitchell? No, I mean Bobby Mitchell. Huh. No, Ravens Nation with this. Bullshit Bobby Mitchell. Rossum. I ain't saying that Allen Rossum's on these guys' level, but that dude was guaranteed one touchdown a year. Stop it. No, Bobby, Bobby Mitchell, he played for the Browns at one point, I believe. Yeah, he. I think he eventually made it onto the. Played for the Redskins, yeah. Yeah. Jackie, Jackie Smith is top ten tight end. Yeah, I mean, but you got five up here, so. But I I agree. But um, yeah, I I I really don't see you pulling anybody off. But you got like three or four tight ends that get honorable mention easily. Mm -hmm. Very easily. This one, this is very hard to. You're not taking nobody off this list. Like hands down, you're not. Yeah, uh, Bobby Mitchell had. Um, Bobby Mitchell had a punt return touchdown in three of his years that he played, and uh, kick return he had one, two, three, four. He had uh, he had one in five seasons that he played. So, see, see yeah, up. you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like exactly. Like Allen Rossum was like that kind of guy that he was gonna give you at least one, or almost gonna give you one. Mm-hmm. Here's your offensive tackles. Um. I don't know the first three guys to be honest. Roosevelt, Walter Jones Brown, is hot. Walter Jones and Anthony Munez. I'm not gonna say Munez. Munoz. Munoz. I mean, Walter Jones is highly underrated. Nobody talks about that guy enough. Anthony Munoz is another one that nobody talks about enough. And um, Ogden and I didn't. I didn't pull up this guy. Right. <clears throat> Art Shell. Yeah, the, the last four. Obviously, the first three I don't know much about. So you know, yeah. What you got? Forrest, Forrest, Forrest Greg was really good. He was um he was part of setting that edge part of setting that edge for the Packers sweep. He like Brian Belaga's dad. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, he was part of setting that edge for the Packers sweep, so he definitely has to be on there. Okay. Um Kyle Hubbard, who's that guy? Anybody he played oh, in the twenties. He played with my grandmother. That motherfucker gave wear the helmet. Hey, hey, you know what? If he played like that, if that was his uniform, he might deserve to be on this fucking list. Come on, get out here in a sweatshirt. Hey, you got to think about it now. Think about it. Back in the 20s and 30s, they probably wore that shit with a leather helmet. Because look at his pants. Look at his pants. He looks like he's ready to go. All he needs is a leather helmet. You know what? They, you didn't, got they didn't have thigh pads back then. They didn't have knee pads you back You know then. what? You do have people that are still playing tackle football today. In that same type of setup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they need to put that on YouTube if it's not now, because I will watch that. I will subscribe to that channel who does that type of football and post it on YouTube on a consistent basis. I will watch it. 
So I think I think everybody outside of Roosevelt Brown you can keep just because that motherfucker ain't got no pads on. <coughs> yeah, um, I, you gotta I, keep I, it. Yeah, yeah. The, these guys are especially the 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 Jones Munoz and Ogden. Uh, um, let's make some uh, honorable mentions. Uh, Calvin Pace. Yes. Jim Lachey. Yeah. Yes. Um, thinking who else? The only first, the first person to come to mind is Calvin, is Calvin Pace. I know Tony Baselli was one of the finalists. Baselli, yeah, he's uh, definitely. Um, Joe Thomas, Dan Deardorff, Dan Deardorff, yes, Joe Thomas, yes, Will Willie Rolfe. I mean, Brad, uh, Bruce mm-hmm. Matthews. Yeah, Willie Rolfe. Yeah, both of them, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, wow, J- Jackie Slater was pretty good too. Slater was good too. Yeah. yeah. Ron Mix, he was on uh, what's it called? He's on uh, All Pro. Oh yeah, yeah. right. I think a couple of guys, couple of these guys were All Pro, ain't it? Yeah, well, Luke I know he wouldn't make it because he he kicked too. Yeah, couple Larry Allen's another one. Yeah, Larry Allen's another one. Absolutely. Um, yeah. guard, go to the next one. That second guy, I, I have no idea. He doesn't even look like a guard. He looks like, you look like a YouTuber. Oh, fuck up. Wow. <laughs> well, and it's funny because there's Larry Allen right there. Did they sneak uh did they sneak oh, soft drink sports onto that fucking picture? Oh, oh, oh wow. Before we before we uh, I'm gonna put Ravens Nation comment up here and the reason why Gail Sayers cannot be named as a retirement because I don't think he's actually a retirement. He had some good good ones, but I think he was ne- technically a running back. Why isn't John Han on there? Uh, Tadal got it right with Bruce Matthews. He's on the he's on the guard. Larry Allen's a guard. Why did we put him as a? Uh, hold on. Why ain't John Han on there, man? Hold on, wait a minute. Okay, these offensive tackles. Okay. Um, There's no John Hanna. There's no Gene Upshaw. Well, Gene, Gene Upshaw, Upshaw's yeah. right there. He's right there. He's right there on the oh, guard. The There's no John Hanna though. Huh. John Hanna's there too. What are you? What are you looking at? Wait, hold on. Oh shit, my fault. I'm looking at my phone and I'm looking back. I'm like, all right, so. Dan Fort- I'm still trying to figure out this damn Fort minute. Let me look him up real quick. He, hmm. he looks like he looks like um ninja. He look <laughs> he like he played in the Packers before they were like before the. No, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie though that 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 damn uh, football uniform look kind of dope though. It kind of does. <laughs> no, like, no, wait a minute. Note the number. Twenty one. <laughs> Oh. No, but don't they look like somebody photoshopped the guy's face on him? It really no, does. It does. He looks like Grayson Allen. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I have no issue with this list. I, I didn't see John Hand. I don't know why. I was no, I don't. I don't have an issue with it. Um, no, I don't either. I don't. Uh, it, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm all right with it. Gene yeah. Upshaw looked like he's ready to play and knock somebody ass out in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at look at the padding on his forearms. He's like. Right. You know, you're not getting around that guy. I don't care what kind of pass rusher you think you are. <laughs> oh my god. That dude, he's built like a tank, yo. You know look at that. No, look at yo, look at those shoulder pads. I'm like <laughs> And that's back yeah. when you know all the pass rushers coming from the interior. That motherfucker <laughs> playing guard giving somebody fits all damn yo, day. Yo, yo, listen, that's illegal as shit. That that shit on his arm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at the shit on he's like knocking knocking dudes' helmets off at that. He's shit. wearing that he, fucking Bob Orton cast on both his <laughs> and look at his hands, like and look at his hands. It, it, look at his, are those gloves like what the? Oh no, yeah, those are definitely lineman gloves. Yeah, gloves. Uh, yeah, because look at Larry Allen; he's wearing the same type of gloves. Yeah, yeah. Don't have the rest going 
and, and look at the shit around his neck. Like Gene Upshaw is ready for war, yo. He is not, yo. He is not playing with your ass. <laughs> he is not playing. And would you know the stuff that the, the the padding on Gene Upshaw's arms are still selectable in Madden today? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's the arm wrap. Yeah, that's yep. pretty cool. I, I know it's in in Madden 08. I know that. Oh, yeah, in know. Madden 20. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at him like, dude, like he is not fucking around. <laughs> Bro, he's not even close to fucking around. No, not at all. Look at these centers, which I think it should be more already. Um, Jim Otto, obviously. Jim Otto's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Mike Webster's another great one. Dwight Stevenson's great. Mel Hine, I hear a lot about. He was apparently like, oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, I heard a lot about him too. That, that helmet. That last name sounds German. That that, yeah. that that helmet right there though that helmet's fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, he got he got gore somebody. Yo, I could just imagine your helmet. Oh, helmet he was for a spy for the axis. <laughs> well, see, see the thing, the thing the thing is though, it's like with with the leather helmets back in the day. You gotta remember, dudes weren't that fast, and those collisions weren't as crazy as they are now. Right, right, right. That's true. That's but, true. But I guess also they kind of knew how to tackle better. Yeah. Um, now, I, I like Jim Ardo's like his is a face mask. Like he got a kicker's face mask on. They don't, right. you, know, you, don't even, you don't even wear those shits no more. They, I don't even think the NFL will allow you, you to wear get poked in the eye with it. Right. They don't they won't even allow you to wear that shit anymore. Because mm. that was like strictly for kickers at one point. I also get a receiver. Did they have the finals up here? No, they said oh, we talked about the receivers when we did the art monk thing. So receivers, quarterbacks. They're gonna be open on December twenty third, and coaches. They got the coaches up here. Wow. Hmm. Belichick. Yeah, I'm with Belichick. Um, Joe Gibbs. What you think about that one, DJ? That was automatic. Okay. George Hallis. Yes. Curly Lambeau. Because if you if you look at the teams in the eighties, it was really between the Washington Redskins and the San Francisco 49ers. and the San Francisco 49ers got that decade because of one game, and it was head head up with. With the Washington Redskins, so they're making this list automatically. They had to put Curly Lambeau because he coached the Packers, like I said, when back when the league was like underdeveloped. All right, Tom mm-hmm. Landry's a good one. Paul Brown, yeah, I'm with. I'm that. fine. I'm, I'm fine with this list. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with this list. I don't I I don't see anybody that you could I'm definitely not take oh, off. Oh wait, 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 no, hold on. What the fuck is Bill Walsh? Walsh should be on there. I agree. I agree. Yep. But and I think that's what, I, I, and, I, I, and that's the funny part because that I was think the it, opposing coach going up against. Yeah, and kids. I think he should be an addition, not 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 replacement. No, you're not taking anybody off. But come on, Bill Walsh, come on, man. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off. Um, John yeah. Madden, no, John Madden, no, John Madden had one losing season, and he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I don't think he should be one up here with the rest of them. I think, think I think, so? uh, I will say this: He did take a bunch of inmates when they started the Raiders and turned them to a winning team. So that is impressive. I don't mm-hmm. know, man. I think John Madden might have a place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it might yeah. be because when the Raiders started, they started with a bunch of inmates that was in prison, and he turned them <laughs> into. <laughs> you know, Don Shula, Don Shula is another interesting one. Shula's another one. Yeah, he, he's he's one, one of these. The only coach that went undefeated in the season. He had success with the Dolphins, but also the uh, the Colts before that, didn't he? Uh, I think he, didn't he didn't he coach the Colts when they went to uh, the Super Bowl back in the sixties? Let me look. Hold on. Don Shula. Let me look. No, I'm looking I now. Thought he was strictly Dolphins. 
That's what mm-hmm. I want to think too. Um, as a coach, yeah, he coached the ball. He bought coached the Baltimore Colts. The Colts, nineteen fifty three to nineteen fifty. Oh, you know what? You're no, right. no, no, no. I was a player. Hold on, I was a player. That's no, no, as a coach, he, as a coach, yeah, sixty three to sixty nine. Yeah, 63 to 69. He was a defensive coordinator for the Lions beforehand. Mm-hmm. And they won a championship in 1968. So he had another championship. So he has uh one NFL championship and two MVP, uh, two Super Bowls. Yeah. AP coach of the year four times. Okay. Yeah. Most, yeah. most regular season wins as a head coach. Most he, wins. He should, he should definitely be an addition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ravens Nation, you say he got fired? Shit, he won the NFL championship. <laughs> Damn. I mean, Bill Belichick got fired. Well, I ain't going to go and start throwing shade. Mm. All right. Um, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns in general since we didn't got through this list. This turned into another topic. It should have added it. And it, was yeah. pretty good. it was a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about these Cleveland Browns, the current ones. Uh, what the fuck happened? Honestly. No, I'm not talking about them underperforming, but I mean, you, we're talking about we're talking about reports of the team imploding on the inside the locker room type situation. What the fuck is going on? I think it's just. I'll tell you what's going on. We predicted it on here. I think it was too yeah, many that's, personalities that's on one team. That's what I'm asking. Bill. That's, what we honest, that's what I'm asking, Bill. Did we honestly predict that? We the, predicted it after the Miles Garrett situation that this team was going to absolutely implode. Yeah, we did. We did. That's true. That's true. That's true. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're saying, fuck that. Get me out of here. You got your starting quarterback throwing their second or third best, second best player, maybe the first best player under the bus. Mm-hmm. They just they are tired of it. Yeah, I think, you know, with Baker Mayfield not playing well, you also had him throw Miles Garrett under the bus when the incident happened. He should have said, because we all agreed, we all yeah. agreed that he, he shouldn't have said nothing at the time. Right. It wasn't this place for him to say that, regardless how he feel, he shouldn't have said nothing at the time. Then you have Baker Mayfield talking about the training staff is the reason why he's not playing well. He made that public. And then now you, now hear you got Kareem Hunt. Right, Kareem Hunt situation. Players took uh... – Players took plays off, right? And then you talk about LBJ saying that he's telling other teams that he wants to go to them, save me from this team. It's um, Landry, same thing, yeah. Landry, same thing. It's like it's a mess because you have everything in place, even with Freddie Kitchens being the coach, you have everything in place to actually have. Need I say, I know y'all might disagree. Need I say, they had everything in place to be a dynasty. They I'm, not saying, I'm, not saying a, I'm not necessarily saying a dynasty to win Super Bowls, but to be like a 10-win team for the next five or six years. I could see this being a situation similar to the Cowboys at first, where they kind of struggled to find their way. They finally put a team together that could win, but they didn't have the right coach. And then, you know, Jimmy Johnson comes around, and the rest is history. So... I mean, I don't know. I, I just I don't know if people will even stay there long enough for that to happen. But to me, to me, this is this is a head scratcher. I don't understand. Like, I mean, I get why things are they happening. They have a substitute teacher as a coach, right? I understand why things are happening, but I understand. I don't understand why it happened. It's like you got everything in place. Like I said, even with Freddie Kitchens, you can say what you want about him. I think he's. I don't think he's a good enough coach to like get him over the top to win like championships. But I think he was decent enough for them to get 
And I'm not talking about like all antics aside. I'm just talking about his football mind because he's not he's not a dumb football pl- uh, guy. I just think he's not a good coach. But I think they were good enough to win at least nine or ten games a season. Well, this and, started good, and I think that's the point. You just said it. They were good enough to win at least nine or ten games per season. The expectation shot through the roof to possibly more than that uh, when they got uh, when they put the team together. And I think they just collapsed under the pressure. I think this started during the Hugh Jackson era. Mm. Oh, I man, why are you going to do that? Well, 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 no, I'm not knocking Hugh Jackson. The thing is, um, you know, they they had an issue of whether to start Baker over Tyron Taylor in preseason. And oh, that's a good it ended question. up happening where, look, I mean, John Dorsey said, look, we dropped the Baker Mayfield number one. Listen, this franchise man. is gonna is gonna live and die with Baker Mayfield. They I put got Baker a question. Mayfield, mm-hmm. If Tyrod Taylor actually played that entire season, do you think we'd have had the problem that we have now? And let let Baker sit a year. Do you think they have this problem now? I think they would have been better off to start Baker Mayfield last year at the beginning of the season instead of instead of sitting him after you had a quarterback competition. It seemed like Baker was honestly outplaying him. Then you still sit him because Hugh thinks he's not ready and okay. he's kind of coddling him. And then remember, then Todd Haley was the coach and they got not- rid of Todd Haley. No, 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 slow down now because this is a little far fetched. I see where you come from. But this is a little far fetched. Do you think that situation has a problem with the team that you have now, or you think there's a problem yes. with, or you think it's a problem with just Baker Mayfield? In I think it's John Dorsey. I think it's John Dorsey because you got to think about it now. When Hugh Jackson was there, you didn't have the Landry's and the OBJ's, and you didn't have the Korean front, and you didn't have the you didn't have the OBJ, you had the Landry. Yeah, but you kind of see what I'm saying, though. I mean, like, when OBJ came, you saw a side of Landry that, that wasn't there but in the beginning. Well, this team, yeah, but the reason is because he sees the team changing from what it was. They went nine. They went eight and eight last year, I guess. Eight. Well, they had a tie, but they basically went 500 last year. And that was with two different head coaches, three different head coaches, two different head coaches. Um, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, but the thing is, hot Todd Haley was really hard on Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. He wasn't giving him breaks for fucking up. So it's like, <laughs> you know, like like you go from Todd Haley to Freddie Kitchens. Like I said, the fucking substitute teacher. Hmm. He's not gonna discipline anybody. He's not gonna ridicule his guys in the media. He's not gonna call them out in practice. He's just gonna show up. Call his plays and shut the fuck up. That's not a head coach. I got you. I understand that. So when you so then it's like he doesn't know how to deal with this OBJ and Baker Mayfield situation of getting OBJ more touches. Then he doesn't know how to stick with something that's working. They run the ball with Nick Chubb, they win. The next week they put the ball back in Baker Mayfield's hands. It's all that sounds like Jay Gruden all over again. That's what it is. And it's John Dorsey, John Dorsey, and and it's Baker Mayfield. Those are the two reasons why this team is in a position that they are now. All right, and so I think you're gonna have a lot more stuff come out after this season. That's gonna. Oh be yeah, really- absolutely, absolutely. Well, what about you, DJ? What you got uh, with these uh, Cleveland Browns? <sighs> it just honestly, they just crumpled under the pressure. I'm like, they t- 
they they put the team together. Everyone was expecting them to, you know, win the division. It, it was just like you got to take baby steps. You can't just sit there and think that you just put a team together and you can just throw them out on the field and expect greatness. I think at the end of the day, um, you have to come up with an identity. You can't just like like Bills was saying. You can't just run the ball and win the game one week and then revert back to what didn't win you the game the following week. You got to have a strong coach who's willing to stick with a game plan. You got to have players that that are, are sold on their coach. And then you definitely have to have leaders on that team. And I don't see any leaders among them. And Baker Mayfield definitely showed his face. Definitely showed that he was not, he's he's just not a leader, at least not now. I'm like, you can't throw your you can't throw your teammates under the bus. Training staff. <laughs> can't throw your training staff under the bus. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Who is he throwing? Who hasn't he thrown under the bus? Has he ever thrown himself under the bus? Who has Big Mayfield ever no. said? I, think, I don't think he's I ever thrown need himself. To play better. Like, what the fuck? He does. He hasn't done that. He here's always a, points, here's the funny he point, part. He points he, to blame at everybody, but he points at his chest when he's doing well. But here's the here's the thing. I remember in Washington, there was a similar of a similar situation with RG three. Everybody was saying, "Well." He's blaming everybody else. They were really harsh on RG3 when he was like talking about everybody needs to play well in order for myself to play better. And everybody was like pointing the finger at him. But, you know, Baker Mayfield basically doing the same thing that everybody was accusing Griffin of doing. And everybody and the media is like, well, he may have a point. But like, what? It's the same thing. You got to be responsible for your own actions on the field. You play like shit. You need to say so. But here's the issue with Baker is I think Baker in the media is so busy trying to attack the reporters who might ask a question that he doesn't really like instead of sending a message through the media to his teammates. Look, you know, we all need to get better, but it starts with me. Mm -hmm. And that's what every great leader says. He right, needs to stop. Right, he needs, to, exactly, stop acting. He needs exactly. to stop acting like he's bumming cigarettes off of people. First of all, no, he, no, <laughs> he, 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 because every time you look at him, it look like he be like, "Yo, can I?" Can I get, can no, I no. Pick? Let me let me tell you what happened. <laughs> no, let me tell you what happened right there. What happened right there? The NFL humbled that kid. You seen how he came? Look like league? a bum. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> Bills, you can agree with this. I know you will. You seen how this guy came in the league. He was smiling. He had a fresh little cut and all this other stuff, thinking he yeah. was on this. And after he played like six or seven games, well, he looked shook. He was like, oh, wait a minute. This ain't Oklahoma. Like, I got man, a problem. He <laughs> looked like he was on skip row. Yeah. But here's, but here's I, the issue. I, I, am I wrong, Bills? He looked like, like, wait a minute. The NFL is serious. I need to you, you know what it is, though? It's, it's like I, I feel like the substitute teacher thing – when you don't have anybody to enforce the rules and then you you realize well fuck like nobody's on my back nobody, to tell nobody, me that nobody's showing nobody's showing these guys how to be a professional but no but i'm uh, saying as far as like the people that like he baker mayfield does not seem to be a subordinate in the in the browns organization any longer when todd haley was there he was a subordinate Okay, now it seems like John Dorsey doesn't even have as much power as Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield can just call someone out in the media and everybody just echoes it. 
and it's like, like I said, he he doesn't know how to deal with the media, and nobody likes dealing with the media after a loss. But it, it's a fa- it's it's what you have to do. You, you have to deal with the media. You have to go out there. You have to keep a united front as a team and as the leader of the team. You have to say those words that may be just football speak and, and what they tell you to say in the media. You have to say it. We need to play better. It starts with me. Mm-hmm. If he would have said much. that weeks ago, they would have said, okay, we can rally around this guy. But like I said, I don't think they could recover after they threw uh after he threw Garrett under the bus. I mean, that was that was the nail in the coffin. No, that was pretty much I ain't gonna say it was the nail in the coffin. It was definitely the beginning of the end. Garrett was the draft pick that started the change in this organization. Yeah, that, that's what I said. I don't think it was the nail because he still had a chance to actually play good ball and get past it. But I I I can honestly believe that was the beginning of the end. And, I mean, everybody getting on OBJ. OBJ's been silent this entire time. He's been very professional while not getting any fucking targets from his from his quarterback that was so amped about him showing up. Two two things about that. I agree with you, for one. But, two, there's, there's nothing denying that this guy is a weirdo. I don't care what nobody says. He's a weirdo. I mean, and, 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 and I'm going to add a third one. I do believe the way that Baker's throwing the ball, like he was saying earlier, um, Ravens, they said, run the ball with Chubb and you'll win more games. I, I agree because it's not – that's not because of OBJ. That's because how bad Baker throwing the ball. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like if you don't give OBJ targets and if you don't call – see, what here's what they did. They did something that I, I talked about with uh, – oh, shit. Who was it I talked about last year? Oh, um, the Cavaliers. So when the Cavaliers had Kevin Love, and LeBron and, and Kyrie Irving and Kyrie Irving and LeBron yeah, were running things that. and Kevin Love and I talked about this on the podcast. It's like you can't overtly just force feed somebody out of the, the ball after they're disgruntled about not getting the ball because then what you do is you give them this huge volume of touches and then you say, "There you go, now shut the fuck up." That's yeah, what they do with OBJ. They said, "Here's your touches, now shut the fuck up." Yeah, that that, that never works. You just have to you just have to play your game. So, so that's the thing. You have to consistently incorporate him to keep him interested because he is the best receiver on the team. He is a guy that you brought in and said is going to be this piece that's going to take you out of the Super Bowl, and you haven't used him. That's, that's the problem right there. They're talking Super Bowl. That's part of it. But, I, yeah, I mean, I think the other part is that they didn't follow up and keep that same energy when it came time to touch the field. You said, oh, my God, OBJ is going to be this great target, and then – you know, it just it slowly deteriorated. Right. I got three more. I got three quick hits before we um close out. Um. So y'all got anything else on the on the uh, Browns? No, I have, I have nothing on the Browns, but I know the Lakers just lost. Really? Yeah, they lost. Uh, Anthony Davis sat out with an ankle injury. It was a game time decision. So okay, that's perfect. I'm I'm glad. I'm 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 glad that we said that because um I got two of these hits are gonna be the two topics that we had before you came in, Bills. Give uh-huh. us your thoughts on ADB and Batman and and LBJ possibly being Robin. As far as how the season is going, what are your thoughts, or do you think that is the case? I think LeBron is is doing what a lot of people didn't like him doing the first game, which was incorporating AD and making him believe in his head that he's the the man. And then once you get to playoff time, we all know it's going to be LeBron. Um, you think so? Even though, you know, that's interesting that you said that. You, you think so? It, well, well, hey, I mean, even a few years in Chicago, LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan kind of took, you know, I'll say he took a backseat to Scotty, but he he brought Scotty up to his level and said, "Here you go." 
I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna you need to be at. I'm gonna throw you a wrench. Yeah. I'm gonna throw you a wrench with that. Mm-hmm. What if LBJ is going to continue to push AD to be the man throughout the playoffs, and LBJ comes in when needed instead of uh, just taking over? I don't think he's going to do that. You I think, think so? I, I think they'll keep AD. I think they'll keep him involved. I think it'll be a it'll be an equal thing. But to say that like like LeBron is going to be like for sure like Robin now, definitely not. I think I, 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 think, I, think, I think we've become accustomed to seeing LeBron being that guy during the playoffs. That that's that's an easy that's an easy um answer. But I would not be surprised if it's the other way around and AD has a come out party for his career. My reason, well, my reason behind it is that I know LeBron hears a lot of the media and he he's addressed it. The media is acting like this dude is deteriorating in front of our eyes and just, you know, well, it's Kawhi's show now. Well, shit, KD was injured last year, but, you know, it's like, no, he doesn't. He's tired of hearing that shit. And he's come out and he's responding. He's averaging double digit assists. He's averaging about 25 points. Even with AD. I I got you. I, I, I still think this is. This is because of something we've come accustomed to. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I think it's because we've we've been accustomed to seeing LeBron outside of the 2011 finals that he's actually taking over and doing what he's doing. It's part for the course once the playoffs show up. I would not be surprised if it's not necessarily LBJ taking the back seat. It's just that the fact that you actually get to see him due to AD to what Wade did to LeBron. I would not be, I, I would not be surprised about that. I've just seen him do it with Kyrie, so I kind of know what he's like setting up. But see, that's the same. See, that's the same thing. When 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 Kyrie had his coming out party, quote unquote, with the Cleveland, LeBron still put up numbers, and we knew that LeBron was the guy. But I don't think Kyrie was necessarily that guy that LeBron yeah, wanted him to was, be. Yeah, I don't think he was no, ready. No, yeah, he kind of something. I don't think because I think I think LeBron honestly wanted him to be the guy against the Warriors, and I, I don't think he just he couldn't do it. It's not that it's not that Kyrie was good enough. It's the fact that like I saw what LeBron was doing as far as trying to give him that platform. Like, look, I need all y'all guys when we get to the playoffs. I'm gonna instill this confidence early. I like I said, I've seen Michael Jordan do it. I just think with the totality of, of LeBron's career, I feel that LeBron is trying to do his version of doing what Wade did for him. And there's nothing wrong with that because at some point of your career, no matter how good you are, you still want to be that guy to give back to a younger star. It and, could and, be, but I think that'll start next year. Yeah, but but you kind of understand what I'm saying, though. It's like, okay. it, it's not a knock. I don't think it's a knock on LeBron at all, even, you know, how some of these clowns, do, oh, LeBron's legacy, he has to do. I don't think it's a knock on him at all if he does quote-unquote, like me and DJ were talking about, passing the torch to somebody as talented as Anthony Davis because who else in the league that you honestly want to do that to? I mean, dude's 26. He's still young. He's very gifted and athletic. He has the tools to be the most dominant player in the league. Why not? I but mean, like LeBron's said, legacy is, is cemented. Right. Um, so but, he doesn't I mean, you, really... can't tell that, you can't tell that to the, you know, the, the, the Jordan Tron clown, oh, you I mean, know, you can't even tell that to some of the, the the LeBron James, you know, shills. You know, they, you know, you can't tell that to them. It's like he has to do more and more and more. Like, look, LeBron don't have to play anymore, and he's good. You don't, you don't have to keep trying to pile on for him. You don't have to watch. Well, that's another story. You don't have to well, watch night for I, him I, to do. I that. try to ignore. I try to ignore those folks, but right. I mean, it just, I, I think, 
I, I maintain this. I just think when the Lakers get to the playoffs and, and they if they run into the Clippers, we're really going to see the difference between championship medal and having one guy. And that's right. Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it's not that PG is not a great player. He is. But when it comes down to it and it comes down to playoff time, PG's going to really have to take that next step for me to be convinced. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Kawhi is going to push him to do it. Kawhi is like, I'm not saying Kawhi is selfish, but Kawhi is like, look, you better ball with me or else. He's a leader by example. And if right. you do not, if you don't raise your level. He's going to leave you. He's going to leave he, you in the dust. He's going to say, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to put this weight on my shoulders and and we'll see what happens. Right. I mean, basically, you just asked Kyle Lowry. He did win the championship with him, but Kyle Lowry was basically like trying to play catch up with Kawhi throughout but the I, entire playoffs. But I say I, I don't think – um. I honestly don't think that the Clippers are going to make it to the Lakers. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, VF, I just, sent some, I just sent something in the DMs. If you can share that, because I have it better, not, it better not be nothing crazy like you did that one time. No, 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 no it's, it's not, not crazy. It's the Xbox. It's the Xbox. But you, you, there's some details that I've been calling shenanigans on on this, uh, on that picture. So, if we man, you know up. what, man. <laughs> I'm, calling. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be. I don't think that Xbox is this big. Yeah, but look at it. Look, look all on the side. You see that paper kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope nobody falls for that. Yeah, but you gotta nobody. Show no, them no. the picture. Show them the picture. Show them the picture. Let the chat see. Looks like a fucking shoebox. Ain't no <laughs> Why is this thing flickering like that? Y'all see that? Oh yeah, I see that. Why you is may- it flickering like that? I'm gonna I'm I'm take it down. I'm gonna put it back up. Let's see. Yeah, that I'm looking at that picture. And I'm sitting there like, there it is. All right, there we go. Yeah, because this is one of those things you have to look. You, right, look you know what? Side, you see that opening on the bottom left? Like, like, like right, somebody didn't put this together. This looks so fake. Like you can like, see it, like right there. Yeah, where there's an opening on along the side, like somebody it's like plastic. To, yeah, like somebody. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you can see <laughs> it, yeah, like right <laughs> where my like right where the mouse is at. You can see it. Hey, well, that know, doesn't even look like a disc drive, right? But you know what though? <laughs> but be all honest, I think there was another um picture that they had where they had it uh compared to a banana. And the banana was like almost like sixty to seventy percent up, you know, leaning yeah. up against it. So and like plus, you pick up a regular banana, and plus and, it's a it's supposed to be standing up on the side. But I, not, I'm reading that's another thing. So I'm reading this. I'm reading the caption. I'm like guessing paper he didn't. Mache. He, I'm guessing he really didn't lie. I guess about that being the actual Xbox. I guess it, this was just his estimation of how big it was going to be compared to the Xbox One X. Yeah, but I hope he I hope he told folks that you know well, Twitter's saying, not a saying, thing for context because you can t- clearly see well, no, it says the paper mache how, on the side. <laughs> well no, it says here's how big Xbox Series X is on its side, and then in parentheses says our best guess versus the Xbox One X. All right, here it is right here. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can pull this up so you guys can see it. Cause that is funny. Just this it's just a stand look at it. Look like a bird box. That's what I'm saying. Okay, here, here it is right here. This, this is what you I, need to really look at. See that right there? That's yeah, the actual size of it. See that banana right there? Compared yeah, that, to the that's, what, that's what I'm calling shenanigans. It's right. not going to be that big. 
Right. I mean, even with an original Xbox standing straight up, it's actually not that it's not that big. You look at the controller, you can get a pretty good estimate on what size it looks like. If people believe that picture, they can take that same banana. I mean, the picture that you <laughs> first showed, oh, really? they can take that banana and shove it straight up. They probably enjoy that. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah. Cause look at look at look at look at the first one. Look at the Xbox One X on the IGN picture. Look at it. Right. You see that, right? Now look at this picture here. That looks totally. <laughs> Come on, man. They, they could have done better with they that. They could have been. They could have been trolling, but it, yeah. you don't see any clues of anybody trolling. That's 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 yeah, that's, crazy. that's terrible. All right, let's hit another. Let's, uh, speaking of the Xbox Series X, uh, Bills, what are your thoughts about the specs? Well, not the specs, but what do you think about the console and what do you think it'll bring to the table now? I'm going to give you a little quick hit. The Xbox Series X is supposed is actually the actual name of the console is just called Xbox. The Series X part is the actual name of this particular type of Xbox. Um, because they're gonna have a, a two other series come out, but the the actual console overall is just called Xbox. Like we got another original Xbox. No, we have an an Xbox as well, two Xbox, whatever. This console is eight times more powerful. That's what it says. Eight times more powerful than the original Xbox One, the vanilla one that looks like a VCR, and yeah. it's two times more powerful than the Xbox One X. I think it's like two or four times more powerful than the Xbox One X. So. With that being said, what are your thoughts about these this particular console? I don't want to hear any excuses day one with any of these games. Mm. I agree. I don't want to hear any excuses. Uh, I don't want to hear about we had to take this out because of display. I don't want to hear shit about that. These oh, games, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't tell DJ either. I think it's supposed to have a solid state drive, too. Mm. Supposed to have an SSD. Yeah, oh, so, wow. so they, um, I, I don't want to hear it. They, they better bring it. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear. Well, it's the first game on the console. I don't want to hear shit. I want nothing. Like, yeah, like, like, and the same goes to the PS5. Like, Last of Us Two better be the fucking shit. I don't want to hear anything. Well, we're gonna release a patch and it's gonna fix. No. Like, if if y'all are talking about eight times more, uh, more powerful than the original fucking Xbox One, no, nah, come on. Which is yeah, I, I, easy I, to do. I, yeah, yeah, but I think with if it's two times more powerful than the X, I think than the X, which just came out two years ago, right? And the X give you games at four K thirty. The four K sixty should be four K sixty should be the minimum. A fucking breeze. It should be a breeze. You know? Yeah, it should be the minimum. Now, if it's four K sixty ultra, I doubt it. Maybe four K sixty medium. That's still good. But you know, that's PC talk. That you know, you guys. To, what yeah, if they what, broke? What if they broke down the series like that? <laughs> if you right. want 4K 60 Ultra, get the get the Series X. <laughs> then yeah, you talking S- about losing? <laughs> you talking about losing customers? That's the one of the quickest ways to do it. Because <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a difference between Ultra and Medium. But once you get like Ultra and High, you like it's it's it's, it's you you'll see some differences, but it's I'm not like, that man, much. I might as well, well just build a PC and just set those settings. Right in the PC itself. They've right. also they've also been using some very careful language about this backwards compatibility. Let me tell you something right now. That's some bullshit. I better put any of my goddamn discs that I got on this on this wall for my original Xbox or my 360. That uh, all of them discs better work. 
you already know the NCAA diss aren't gonna work. Shut up. I want to take I want to take Your my past Madden's aren't gonna work. I want to take my NCAA 08 that I'm streaming. Nope. I want to put that in my Xbox One X. Nope. Oh, Xbox Series or XX or whatever you want to call it. The triple X box. Yeah, I want to I want to put my disc in there and that shit works. That'll be because, the mid that'll be the mid-gen refresh. Triple what I know, right? Because what they're saying is that it's supposed to be backwards compatible with over three thousand games. And NCAA well, well, found, won't be any of them. <laughs> I found it. I found an article. It says Microsoft has confirmed next gen uh, Xbox Series X will support backwards compatibility with all the Xbox. So it's going to have all the Xbox One titles. Right. Any titles that were added from the original Xbox and Xbox 360, they're they're going to be compatible. So it's a matter of which ones they add after that. Yeah. See, that's the bullshit. Let me tell you something right now. You know, we're going we're to um, get into the, uh, who got right, who got wrong on our picks next. When you buy a cell phone, and I don't want to use this analogy or whatever, that I mean, it's too easy. But when you when you buy a cell phone, you can still listen to the same music that you had on your own phone, right? You can still you can still run MP3s. You can still do W um the W Windows management files. You can still do MP2s or or M4A. You can still use all those files to run your music. When you want to watch a video, you can put any damn video that's any format on your phone, and it should work. When you put in, you know, any SD card in your phone, it should work. Why in the hell at this point when I can build a PC and I can run any game that I want to on my PC without a problem, why is it a problem for these consoles not to, not to be able to do the same thing? I don't get it. Like, I, I you wasn't here earlier, Bill. So like, I got a new graphics card. I got, you know, I got the 5700 XT. I have enough power in my console right now. I could run a PS3. Or I could run a 360 emulator easily. Now, if I can run that and I can put any disc in this PC and run those games, why can't these consoles that are made from the same manufacturer, why they cannot do that for their own consoles? But you got Joe Schmo in his basement building emulators for free that we can use on PC. I I, I don't understand that. I, I just don't. It, I'm pretty sure it doesn't, it doesn't take it doesn't take nothing to, to have this old architect. The, the original Xbox run a 733 meg CPU. That's nothing. You got cell phones that run faster um, stuff than that. And you can't mean to tell me that I can't play on an Xbox One series or Xbox, uh, the, the sex box, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like, for real, like, I don't understand, like, why the PlayStation 4 couldn't play PS1 games natively. Or P- yeah. I can I kind of get it with the PS2 because it's a different CPU processor, but still, why they can't play these games natively? You my my PC can run PS2 games natively. I could put I could put the disc from my console or the games on my shelf in my PC and they'll work. I I just don't understand it. Like it, it's bullshit. Not when you got cell phones that can run any format of video or music. Or you got DVD players right now, like Blu-ray discs, that can play old DVD um, DVDs. I don't get it. Why are the consoles are being so restricted? I don't. I don't. Somebody please tell me that why not. They're I don't get closed. It. That's why. <laughs> no, but still, cell phones are closed. No, I mean, like seriously, you can you can run emulators on original Xbox to play mm-hmm. NES games. You can run an emulator on the PlayStation 2 to run um, NES game. All you got to do is hook it up to a hard drive. 
The PlayStation 3 has been hacked that you can play any console pretty much outside of the Sega Saturn that's below it or the Dreamcast that's below the PS3. I don't understand, like, you got these dudes that are just on the internet that probably have, they're probably like some bullshit-ass substitute teacher by day, but they go in their basement at night and they hack these consoles to do this shit, but you got people that, that are supposed to be top-notch, you know, top-notch um, programs that can't do it for the consoles that they brought in. I, I don't, I don't, it just, it makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't get it. But nevertheless, what you got any more thoughts about the Series X? No. Sorry for the rant, but I, I just don't get it. It's like you get a Porsche and I can't put this CD player in because it's a CD player that was in a Chevy. Fuck that. You got the wiring. You can put that CD player in. I don't give a fuck if it's a 2010 Porsche. I mean, 2019 Porsche. It could work. Nevertheless, let's do these picks. Uh, what we got right and wrong. We can go. Fuck. Um, Stupid Xbox. I don't even want to think I'm going to buy that. Damn. Bitch, I was about to say, I want bringing up this jazz band who uh, who's suing the jazz. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> what is he suing the jazz for? Piece of shit. The, it's the guy that got banned for life. Oh no, he, no, we ain't yeah. talking about that. Fuck that. We ain't talking <laughs> about that. Um, all right, let's get these specs. I went over them yesterday, so I kind of cheated. I kind of still mad about that shit. I'm, I'm pissed off about that. So uh we all picked the Ravens. That was the first game, Thursday night game. Ravens won 42 to 21 over the Jets. Uh, kind of uh, saw that. Yeah. Lamar Jackson beat uh or broke Michael Vick's record for a single season rushing yards. Shout out to him for that. I kind of saw that game. coming too. Yeah, had a pretty good game passing too, obviously 15 for 23, 212, and five touchdowns. Um not bad for a running back. I know, right? <laughs> all right. Uh there's not much to say about the Jets. Sam Darnold hates his coach. Yeah, we saw and that body language. So does everybody else. Um, they're a fucking dumpster fire. I don't know how they even made it to five wins this season, but whatever. Um, Patriots annihilated the Bengals. It wasn't even as close as it looks. 34 to 13. It looked promising at first. It really <laughs> did. It looked like that um, Bengals pick looked pretty good at one point. Uh, I keep telling people this is the best Pats defense we've ever had. Uh, Tom Brady went 15 for 29, 128, two touchdowns. Blah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He did what? 15 for 29 for 128 yards and Jesus two touchdowns. Christ. Andy Dalton. What the fuck? He's even worse. 17 <laughs> for 31, 151, one touchdown, four interceptions. Shout uh, out to Joe Mixon, though. Shout out to Joe Mixon. Yeah, 25 carries, 136 yards. That, that kid's been balling. Um, Tyler Eifert, I'm surprised he's still on the field as much as he gets injured, but uh, three catches for 44 yards. Uh, Pages' offense is fucking deplorable. Um, <laughs> they'll continue to be deplorable. And, uh, yeah, good luck in the playoffs with that. That's all I'm going to say. The Bengals are going to win this fucking sweepstakes for Joe Burrow, by the way. I, I was the only one to pick the Patriots. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of this, – this had trap game written all over it until, like, the – no middle of the second quarter, and that was this when the bottom fell. Yeah, about to say sometimes you take chances, you, you lose out sometimes. All right, Buccaneers and Lions. We got this one overwhelmingly right. All of us picked the Buccaneers, and <laughs> yeah, Jameis and Jameis actually looked pretty good in this game. Well, you know, Jameis had to sneak that one pick in, so he had 28 <laughs> 42, 458, four touchdowns, and one pick. 
their running game got nothing going, but it clearly didn't matter. Yeah, he, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if he has a if he donates every interception he throws the season to a charity. I mean, <laughs> they might have to look into that. Um, <laughs> this one wasn't close from the start, honestly. Thirty eight on the Lions. Ugh. Um, Bears and the Packers. We all took the Packers, and we also got this one right. Um, Mr. Trubisky threw the ball. Y- you know what? Without looking, <laughs> without looking, get are y'all looking at the statue? I'm, lo- I'm looking at. It. I'm looking. Okay, at it. that's why you're looking I'm at. It. All right. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm not mad at his stat line, bro. He threw the ball 53 times. What do we say it. about this? No, but I'm telling you, he has no running game. I, I, I have. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Based on what he does. The based on the way he played, didn't he play like? What, what, this wasn't a nationally televised game, right? Not really. No, I thought it, thought it was. Was it? Oh, I mean, I mean every game even comes on CBS or Fox, but no. But I'm saying, but those are regional games. I'm talking about like a Sunday night football no, no, game no, or like no. game of the week type no, shit. Because when, because see, when it's one of those games, he he really stinks up the joint. But this game. I don't have a problem with the stat line because I know he does not have a run game. He Man. did throw he did throw two picks, but his numbers for his standards, what he did was okay. I'm not saying they were great. I'm just saying they was okay. Because he could have did a lot worse than what he did in this game. That motherfucker threw the ball 53 times. He did, he did. And now I'm not I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that's a good thing. But the Mitchell Trubisky that we know, that stat line would have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying by his stand, not not just quarterback standards, okay, just by right. his standards. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 16 for 33, 203 and a touchdown. He's been relatively a game manager in a lot of these games this year because they have this newfound run game, and I'm fine with it. If it means he's going to let loose in the playoffs, even if he doesn't really have to let loose, but if he does, then, hey, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, Devontae Adams, 7 for 103 and a touchdown. I will, be, I will be highly surprised they go far in the playoffs. I don't see it happening. Really? I, I said I, I said early in the season I think they have the defense to go far. They have the defense to go far, but the team the, the team overall no. Uh VF VF was victim to the picking Deshaun Watson pitching picking against Deshaun Watson on the road as the Texans <laughs> took this one 24 to 21. Uh VF took the Titans. Me and DJ took the Texans here. Um Deshaun Watson. 19 for 27, 243, two touchdowns and two picks. Ryan Tannehill's not good enough recognition for how well he's playing. Ryan Tannehill honestly never was a bad quarterback. He was just in a bad team. Bad situation, and he just right. really stayed on the field. Right, and, um, and, and my wife, my wife, grandmother, she's a long-life Dolphins fan. Like, I always brag about it because she was around when she was – she actually witnessed the 73 Dolphins team. Mm. So uh, she has the right to be a Dolphins fan. Right. So – she, she used to always say, like, Ryan Tannehill's not the problem. It's the team yeah. itself. They got to get rid of other pieces. And as soon as he goes over here with the Titans and takes Mariota job or whatever, he hasn't been playing that bad. Yeah, Mariota. She, she's been right. Mar- Mariota's a pansy. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs, another one we got uh, just extremely right. Broncos put up three points. Count them three points. Mm-hmm. 23 to three. The Kansas City Chiefs. Held the Denver Broncos to three points. I will say this. I will say good job, Chiefs defense. But I also say I will give the Broncos defense credit for holding the Chiefs to 23 points. Yo. Um our, our boy Drew Locke, bro. I I, I don't I, I 
This no, there ain't no offers. No, what I'm saying is, I'm actually, I'm actually looking at the stats. This is a bad one because I didn't see the, I didn't see the stats before I said that. Forty. Yeah, eighteen to forty, two or eight, one pick. Yeah, this is a bad game for him. Shit. I, I, I can't, I can't defend that. Um, based on what he did the first two games, this, this is a bad one. Uh, rating a fifty point eight. He has to bounce back. And it's actually disappointing because he did this against a pretty bad defense. Travis Kelsey, um, Travis Kelsey, he he bought out this game, eleven yeah, for one forty-two. Um, Pat Mahomes just kind of easing back into things. Twenty-seven for thirty-four, three forty, two touchdowns and one pick. I'm still not counting him out in the playoffs, but I mean, if defense has been playing better as of late, but I still think when it comes down to it. Their defense is going to have to get even harder than this if they're going to have any chance in the playoffs. I mean, traveling, um, traveling to Baltimore. Uh, let me see. They beat the Patriots. They beat up on the Raiders pretty good. I mean, I'm just looking at them traveling to Baltimore. I mm. no, they they, ha- they 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 don't have a chance that they're playing against Baltimore. Not in not in Baltimore. No, they don't have a chance. Um. All right, next one was the Giants and the Dolphins. I don't know what I was doing here. DJ took the Giants. He was a smart one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and VF took the Dolphins. Giants took this one 36 to 20. Uh, the fucking Eli Manning farewell tour continues. Did I um pick the Dolphins? Yes, you did. Okay, okay. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 23 for 41, 279, two touchdowns. Why is he still on the field? If you're looking at if you're looking at the stat yeah, line of both teams, to to. yeah, they don't. I mean, but if you're really looking at this stat line, you can make the case that the the scores could have been flipped. Yeah, out, outside of the 41 passes, I mean, Ryan didn't do anything wrong, but just throwing completions, and well, Eli threw three picks. Well, breaking news: there's another white running back in the league besides Christian McCaffrey. They're <laughs> uh, <laughs> starting running back. I can't even load his fucking ESPN page. It won't even load. Something la- something Laird had yeah, Patrick, 12 carries. Patrick, his name is Patrick Laird. Okay. Patrick Laird had 12 carries for 46 yards. Uh, Saquon Barkley had a pretty good bounce back game. Uh, 24 carries, 112 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Devontae Parker, who just signed a new contract. Why? I have no fucking idea. Um, Money. Catches, uh, yeah, man. He got, he got a, I think he could have got paid somewhere else. Yeah, but he's a slight Ooh. luck. There's no expectations here. Not only that, not only that, and Florida is a tax-free state, so yep, yeah. that helps. Uh, Eagles and the Redskins. I'm sorry, I didn't take these fucking picks down somehow. Why did I, the Red, Why did the Redskins lose this game? I think I'm trying to figure out who I picked. Well, I, I think I, I, picked, I think I picked the Redskins. I picked the Redskins from what I remember. But um, how did he lose this? I game? think we all picked the Redskins. I think we. I think I think I did too. I'm just trying to figure out how did they lose this the, game. The defense. It was the defense. The defense just couldn't stop the run. And then when it came down to it, they couldn't stop uh, Carson Wentz on that final drive. And then that then the game should have been a three point game, but Haskins. You know, and Haskins actually had one of his best games. Well, he had the his best game of the season. Yeah, Haskins so, don't look bad. 1928, 261, two touchdowns. That's not bad. Not, yeah, not and, for the position he's in. 
But here's the thing. I like his attitude. He's like, I should be doing that on a regular. I need. I still have ways to go. I like that attitude coming from the quarterback, but it's just with an organization that has no idea how to do anything. And we're still right. waiting on Bruce Allen to get fired. And it's been <laughs> – and and today I think today was his ten year anniversary. He's lost a hundred games, sixty four and a hundred, and you still have a job. How is that possible? Hey, listen. So the, ne- the next game, <laughs> I have nothing. I listened to I, I listened to somebody rant about it before. I, I, uh, I he's lost a hundred games. A hundred games, bro. In ten years. Um, averaging 10 losses per year. Yeah, that's bad. So the next game was the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Jacksonville took this one 20 to 16. We all picked the Raiders. Um, I figured that was that last game on at home. Yeah, and the fans yeah. weren't too happy about this one. Yeah, apparently there was some shenanigans. <laughs> they got outscored 14 zip by the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars in the fourth quarter. Hmm. That's just awful. I, I, don't, I, I have nothing. I'm I not going to read. Something. I thought the owner had said something that was kind of He might spooky. have. I'm not going to read the stats off of this game. Nobody cares. Uh, the, the Raiders lost and their fans bitched. Next. There were more seats taken in that game than the Raiders scored in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cardinals and the Browns. Well, we all guessed this one right. Cardinals took this one 38 to 24. Yeah, that's right. The Cardinals put 38 points up on the fucking Cleveland Browns. Man, listen, I think we're kind of wrong about Kyler Murray. This kid's playing pretty good. I think He's we talked about midget. him a few. I was just about to say that. We we we, we <laughs> talked we talked about him um a few uh weeks back, but um I don't know how long this is gonna last, but he's not the problem in Arizona. I'll say that much. I don't even think I really didn't think he was gonna be a problem. It's just but you got to think about it. When you're the overall number one pick, then you know that that that's where that's where I have the issue at. I said, well, that that was I had two issues. The first one was that he was the number one pick. The second one was that these motherfuckers had a nervous say he had the same arm talent as Patrick Mahomes. That yeah. when I jumped off the bandwagon. Right. Um. Now he he did nineteen to twenty five, two nineteen, one touchdown, one pick, but he also ran for fifty six. So he did. Oh, I mean his stat well, line. When you're that deep. small, you kind of hard to find. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're you're running read option, and you're that small. They already said that small running backs are hard to find in the read option. So a small quarterback makes it even worse. But, but nevertheless, he's producing. So it's like five seven handing off to a six foot running back. How does that work? Well, it hands the ball up, not. <laughs> Well, and much like and much like what people were doing to Baker Mayfield last year, I have to do this year with him and say a lot of his good games have come against bad teams. Hmm. Or the 49ers was was probably his best performance, but I mean a lot of his games, his good games have kind of come against bad teams that were on par with his team. So Yeah, I mean I think I think he's doing okay, but I don't think he's number one overall pick worthy. No, I think he he's doing just enough to get you maybe third. Maybe fourth round pick status at a quarterback. Uh, and to be honest with you, and to be honest with you, the way things are looking with the draft at that time, they probably could could have got Kyler Murray at that at that position because nobody wanted him but the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Vikings and Chargers, our greatest fears came true. Uh, the Vikings took this one 39 to 10. DJ was a smart one, he took the Vikings. Um, mm-hmm. 
we took the fucking Chargers. I don't know what I was thinking. Betting on Philip Rivers with his three interception thrown ass, with his sorry ass. The NY Kia, shout out to NY Kia, but not really because you <laughs> stuck up for this fucking bum. <laughs> Get Philip Rivers the fuck out of here. And Melvin Gordon only touched the ball seven times, by the way. So, yeah. I, Kirk Cousins, he didn't do shit. Yeah, 19 for 25, 207, one touchdown and one interception. That's not going to get it done. And granted, Dalvin Cook was out. They still lost 39 to 10 without Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that's the defense defense shows up against one team and they went to bed another. They did not. How about the call on the Clippers? Uh, (laughs) Chargers did not score in the second half of that game. Oh, we shit. I would put the Clippers out there in football. (laughs) I'll put this sorry ass team out there at this point. Fraud ass Chargers. What is this going to be? The 10th season that Phil Rivers missed the playoffs? Sorry ass. Anyway. And no three point loss on this one. Shit, he lost about three touchdowns. Um, uh, the next game was the uh, the Rams and the Cowboys. I don't know why I took the Rams in this, one. I really don't. I think um, I took the Rams. Did I? Yeah, take the Rams? I, no, y'all two took the Cowboys. Yeah, oh, I, thought, okay, I, I thought the Cowboys um, were gonna take this. Um, yeah. Dak Prescott 15 for 23, 212, and two touchdowns. He, he played a pretty clean game. Um, honestly. Their running game was exceptional because I think Zeke had over 100 yards. We're not looking at Zeke's stats, but Pollard had 12 carries for 131 too. So, uh, Todd Gurley, seriously, this is starting to alarm me. 11 carries for 20 yards. What is going on here? Mm. Like, I don't know what's going on there. I'm really trying to figure out like where the disconnect is. But he's had a couple games like that this year. It's just kind of like head scratchers. I mean, Jared Goff, 51 attempts? Hmm. It just seems like I think the Rams just – I'm like, they were saying, oh, they got their mojo back. I'm like, nah, that was was brief. Yeah. They had had that one against the Seahawks. This is very reminiscent of the Rams of last year when they didn't want to get Todd Gurley the ball. Well, that's because they were protecting him from an injury, which they kept secret. Yeah, but I mean, they, they still like they're, time all the way through the Super Bowl. I mean, I understand that, but it seemed like they're just still running that same playbook. They're like, "All right, you're not hurt, but we're still going to do it." I think they're trying to validate drafting mm-hmm. Eric Goff first. <laughs> At this point, I think they're trying to validate Sean McVay being there and validate Jared Goff being there. Um, wow! And way- what, what a drop off for him. That's. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's another he's another example of one game. He looks like, you know, oh my god, this dude is the next big thing, and in the next game, it's like, oh yeah, Jared Goff. So you know I, I, sometimes uh, I think that's what happens when success comes too fast. Yeah, I think he's just the product of that, and he has to deal with the fact that you just came off of football, so Super Bowl season. Your team, even though they're eight and six, they're struggling like the way they are. What's going on? Right, right. Yeah. Um, the next game was the Falcons and the 49ers. I'm really proud of myself picking the Falcons here. Yeah, Falcons, the 49ers. yeah, both of y'all picked the 49ers. Yeah, I kind of figured that the 49ers, hit, but I also said that 
The Falcons had the tools to beat them, but I, I still was going to pick the 49 And it came down to a final – like, there were two plays that uh, the Falcons could have won that game on. They won it in the final seconds. Like, yeah, I mean, the, I, mean, the, I mean, the Falcons have the team. They just have the, the coaching. I mean, they just like I said, they dropped 41 game. They beat the Saints at home. So it's not like they, they was going to get ran over by this team because the 49ers were so good throughout the year. I saw it was a possibility, but I just thought the 49ers, especially with Calvin really not playing, I thought the 49ers were going to win this one. All this hype about Drew Brees, right? Matt Ryan's putting up amazing stats year in, year out. And uh, we didn't really talk. Did y'all talk about Drew Brees at all? No, I had nothing to say. Yeah, um, I had nothing on him. Yeah, so it's like I, I, people need to start paying attention to Matt Ryan as far as one of those guys that put up a lot of stats. He's not a guy that chokes in the playoffs either. Um, um, you know, they try to hold 28, 28 to three against him, but a lot of people of don't realize that he actually outplayed Brady in that game. They're and it, yeah, it was the fact that you had, I mean, you honestly, you had four rookies playing defense and Brady tore him up. I mean, that's just what it is at the end of the day. We you know, it wasn't, it wasn't Matt Ryan, you know, why Matt Ryan, you know, Matt Ryan just called it. He ran the plays that was called. It wasn't like he threw a turnover or anything like that. It is we what have it is. Well, he did throw one. Well, he did. He didn't throw him, but he did got sacked. Yeah, he got yeah he got sacked when they told him to run the damn ball. But mm. you know, but um, um, nevertheless, I mean, he's only in his what twelfth season. He's already over fifty thousand yards. I mean, don't be surprised in the next eight or nine years. 30. He's probably, huh? Thirty. Thirty thousand yards. Is he at thirty? Hold yeah. on. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Because I know I saw a stat earlier. Oh Maybe shit! No, fifty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he's at fifty thousand already. A couple, couple. Uh... Yeah, he's at fifty thousand in his twelfth season. So I would not be surprised. You know, he played nine, maybe you know eight, nine more seasons. He's up there with passing yards where Drew Brees and Peyton Manning them are. I mean, they're at seventy thousand. So I mean, who's to say? You know what I mean? Is it twenty thousand yeah. yards, four thousand a year? Who's to say? Yeah. Um. I mean, his uh, it, it, career rating is ninety four point seven. Yep, that, that's 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 pretty good. Uh, the next game was the Sunday night game, the Bills and the Steelers. I really wanted to take the Bills in this one, but I didn't. Um, VF was the only one to take the Bills. The Bills took this one seventeen to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, what it came if, down if, to, if these, if these guys can just get their passing game together, they'll be a problem. What it came down to late was Duck Hodges making a couple of mistakes, <laughs> trying to do too much. Yeah, he's just uh, four picks, man. Because uh, the, the thing, the thing with the Bills is they, the defense that plays against the Bills is going to stack the the front because you know they're really talented at running the ball. If he can get some completions down the field and actually move the ball through the air, it'll be very hard for any team to play against this because offensively. They're not that bad defensively. They're just better. And then their Achilles heel is Josh Allen getting receivers open. Mm-hmm. 13 to 25, 139 tells you everything you need to know. Um, And the only other game left is Colts and the Saints. Not much to see here. Um, no, I kind of I kind of figured that the Saints are going to pull this one. Um, yeah, Drew Brees, 29 for 30. He broke the completion percentage record, 307, four touchdowns. Uh, they just dominated this game from the onset. 
And uh, I'm starting he, to he's, wonder. He's, he's uh, not the greatest of all time, by the way. No, he's not. I mean, he has no MVPs. He has one Super Bowl ring. He just and one and one All Pro uh, first team. Um, I'm starting to wonder, like, when did the Colts just lay down? I mean, 29 for 30, really? Colts just don't have anything. I'm like, they I get that. It's just when you're outmatched, sometimes it just appears that the team laid down. But I get that, DJ. But come on now, 29 for 30, one incompletion. Hey, I can't even. Bro, it happens. One one incompletion. It happens. That it never happened. You mean it never happens? It's happened several times. Let me tell. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. That's the point. He broke Drew Brees broke the record okay, for the highest. Okay, but, but DJ, this is the thing. The the only person it was a minimum of twenty attempts you had to have to have that completion percentage. And the closest He's person who did 30. it, was Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Warner, did it with twenty six or twenty eight. That was right. the closest. I mean, okay, it's like okay, but but put it this way: if that happened to somebody in Madden, they say it was a fucking Robo QB. Bro, listen. Something was wrong with the defense. You, you don't, I don't care. No NFL team should should allow more than at least one, maybe two in, um, incompletions. And he wasn't digging and dunking either. That's embarrassing. No, that's what I'm saying. Like you look at these, you look at these receiving yards from these other players. Not the yards, but look at the average. Michael Thomas, ten point seven. Jared Cook, thirteen point five. Taysom Hill, twenty one uh, a catch. Um, Traquan Smith, twenty one a catch. Ted Ginn, thirteen a catch. Well, Taylor Murray, Murray, ten a catch. 10 a catch. I mean, come on now. These are these Embarrous. are past, yeah. Those, those, no, 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 I don't yeah. care. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care how outmatched you are. If you're an NFL team, you should not you get one complete one incompletion. That's what I'm saying. This is that that's, now. That's, now that's, it, Dolphins, that's Dolphins type shit. The Dolphins ain't even do that. Right now, week. now I say if it was like 25 or 31, I get it. If it was right. like 24, 30, I one get it. In- but 29 of 30? And the motherfucker probably threw the ball out of bounds, threw it away when it was pressure. <laughs> right. Like, there's, no, there's not like, there's not like one DB who knocked the ball away from a receiver. <laughs> That's that. I'm playing on pro. I need to put this difficulty level up. Yeah, I mean, I, it just seemed like a situation where the coach just laid down. There's no way that. And they're a team that's supposed to be vying for a playoff spot. Yeah, because yeah, the Colts are the Colts aren't a bad team. You know, it's like it's not like it's one of these teams that's just, you know, just dink and dunk, rinky dink. Bad. This this not the Falcons of the first six games of the season where the defense was just horrible. Well, to tell you the truth, well, we all know the Colts are eliminated from the playoff hunt. So I'm like, what do they really have to play for? That just makes my point. They just were they wait, they were eliminated before last night's game. I don't know, but even if that's the case, that made my point. They just laid down. They're not that bad. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like they just didn't give a fuck. There's I'm no like, way they. There's no way they played their heart out and and only okay. gave like one. Completion. It's gonna be either or. Either he was hot or they were just outmatched. No, <laughs> no, they didn't, they didn't give. They, they, they didn't give a down. damn. Yeah, they're like, listen, we're eliminated. They they saw what happened with the Titans and, and, and the Texans. It's like, oh fuck this, we're not going to play. Bro, bro, bro. Here's, here's, I'll give you a perfect example. Didn't these motherfuckers shut down Patrick Mahomes at home this year? Right. It, it, point taken. That, Earlier right in the season. Oh my God, DJ, you Earlier don't become that outmatched in 16 weeks. I don't care who you are. It's called team morale. No, it can, it, it can called, drop just like that. And it's, it's called, like, and you can see as no, but you can see as 
that but it doesn't mean point. they laid down. It doesn't uh, mean it just means that their morale is low. Uh, it doesn't mean they laid laid like they just laid down for the Saints. We have nothing to play for. We're not going to win the division. We're not going to get a playoff spot because every wild card team has a better record than us. It doesn't Fuck mean it. they laid down. We have, we have to play. The check is still going to clear. Y'all go out there. Yeah, let's just stand around. <laughs> oh, shit. That motherfucking 29 for 30. Now we care. No. Come on. Oh, shit, I'm out of play. You know it's bad when the hardest um the hardest time they play is when the Saints take a knee at the final. Play, at the right. final oh, oh, I'm gonna get some pressure on these motherfuckers now. They, they, they about to just take a knee and shit on us. It's um, like, I ain't got nothing else. Let's um, I got a I got a question actually. Chris well, Thomas I, come late. What's up, Chris Thomas? You finally come in. Do you think Jameis Winston should go to the Pro Bowl again? No. I think I'm gonna tell you right now, and I know this is I know this is highly unpopular, but I think I think James Winston should get a contract extension. I think he should. And let's yeah, go. I'm about to say, who does Tampa have to go to? Exactly. That's one. James? And not only that, not only that, not only that. Let's look uh-huh. at his, let's look at his season stats. Oh. Four thousand five hundred and seventy-three t- uh, yards. He's, he's thrown thirty oh touchdowns. And 24 oh. inter- bro. Can you find a game this motherfucker didn't throw an interception? There were only one, two, there were only four games he didn't throw a pick. And how much is he getting paid? Um, too much, it, too much, man. Too much. You know what? That the Kirk Cousins has hey, to get 30 touchdown passes. Hey, listen, hey, listen, <laughs> listen, those interceptions damn near killed my argument for giving him getting an extension. <laughs> this motherfucker had a quarter of the season where he didn't throw a pick, bro. He and we're still, my, we still got two games left. He killed hey, he killed my argument for a contract extension. Like, man, yo, man. why does why, why does is he, James about to have more interceptions than Kirk Cousins has man, touchdown passes? Bro, why does <laughs> man yo why does and man Kirk has a guaranteed man? Contract. Nobody gives a damn about Kirk. Shut up. <laughs> we're talking about James Winston. Why does man could not have 30 touchdowns and like 17 picks or something? Like man, get that crab leg steal nigga out here. <laughs> Yo, like, no, I'm going to tell you, like, dead serious, like, it's very hard for him to get a contract extension. I, I can't vouch for that. Bro, he threw 20. <sighs> He's going to get a contract extension. No, give him on. The, no, the, 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 Other the than pass- Brad Johnson, that's the only, that's the, the most pass- prolific that- quarterback they've had in that <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> Listen, the passing yards and the touchdowns, I'm, 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 I'm right here with you on that. But when you see the 24 picks, you be like, He's gonna get an extension because, like DJ said, there's like no, there's no other option. What, what, and, what are, and, the, and that's what's how James, that's how James is gonna be at the negotiating table. What, Who else you th- bring oh. in? <laughs> Come on, man! Then they're seven. They're seven and he seven. Really... They can't, they're, they're seven and seven. They can't even vouch for to try to get a quarterback in the draft. Cause they're in the middle of the pack. All the quarterbacks gonna be going out of contention. He's gonna right. go to the management like, who you gonna run to? He's right. Oh, I forgot you don't have any running backs. He damn near, yo, that, he definitely has he has leverage on getting the contract. Jameis Winston became the first player in NFL history to throw for 450 yards in consecutive games. And the first quarterback to steal crab legs in college and contracts in pros. I'm not, you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna say he's <laughs> I'm not gonna say he's gonna steal a contract from so he gonna rob the him Bucks. Blind. I'm not gonna say he robbed him Brian. I'm not gonna say that. It's just that when you yeah. have when you have 24 picks, you have the leverage to say that we're not going to give you the top tier quarterback contract. 
Yeah. But he does have a he does have some say of getting a decent extension because of he, the he's going to sit there and say, I got more touchdown pass than Kirk Cousins. Come on. Jameis Winston, <laughs> Winston threw more interceptions to the Colts the week before than they than they forced completion incompletions last week. Wow. Right. Yeah. This, 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 this is what I'm saying. Well, what? But I'm <laughs> it's true. He but threw three it, interceptions I, to them. And he, <laughs> this is what I'm saying, though. It, it's like this couldn't be a really uh, a tug of war of getting a contract because if you don't look at the interceptions, he has a case of getting a contract extension. But when you look at the interceptions, not only that he may not get one, if he do get one, it will not be a top tier quarterback extension. Oh, no, he's not going to get it. the point. The, the the question was, is he going to get an extension? I, I firmly believe I he's he going to get an extension. I think he will. I mean, because I mean, the numbers are staggering with the interceptions on the back end. But now, what you look if he at those goes nuts in the last two games, and and because he's at how many touchdown passes? He's at thirty. What if, what if he would at least throw four touchdown passes in the last two games? He is over yeah, like thirty-eight. He'd have to throw. He'd have to throw no touchdown, no no picks, no in it, no interceptions. So so right. like say if he ends up with thirty-eight and twenty-four. Oh, he's getting a contract extension. Yeah. Well, he's getting a contract extension no matter what. But uh, man, that's a, that I'm like for him to be in position to throw that many interceptions. They're asking a whole lot from him. Jameis Winston's just a confusing dude because he really is because he's leading the league in touchdown passes now, right? He's leading the league in interceptions and he's leading the league in passing yards. Damn near. It's like what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. It's like. Pro Bowl, oh. Pro Bowl is out of the question. I'm not, no, he ain't going to Pro Bowl. But when you look at the Buccaneers situation and what they got around this team. Well, he is going to go to Pro Bowl because people are going to say they don't feel like going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be a reserve. Yeah. So, I mean. Shit, it might be a starter by the time people say, yo, I don't feel like going. I'm going to tell, right, tell, tell you right now what Ravens Nation just said. He thinks that the Buccaneers should sign Kaepernick. Let me tell you what happens. Kaepernick goes to the Bucks, and I'm going to tell you right now, and I, this might be unpopular, but I'm pretty sure at least Bills will probably agree with me. Mm. I think Jameis Winston goes there and outplays Cap and Kaepernick will be on the bench anyway. Mm. I'm tired of this calling Kaepernick shit. Bro. I am he, too. He, I, he, I had, he, had his, he had his chance. He gave it up. Shit happens. I agree, but but am, do you think I'm wrong? You don't think he'll outplay I don't think, I don't think you're wrong at all. Yeah, and Cap will be on the bench. And, you know, I, you don't walk into something you haven't been, especially when you didn't leave as the best. You don't walk into something that you haven't been doing and automatically beat out somebody who has been doing it for that long and is pretty decent at it. I mean, yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, 24 interceptions aside, he knows what that team is about. It, 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 it'll be an indictment. Honestly, it'll be an indictment on Jameis if if Cap comes in, he lose that job. And honestly, to and to be honest, if if it was even, he'd have to smoke Kaepernick in that quarterback competition because we all know if it's even close, Kaepernick's going to end up starting. Well, that goes against that. That goes not. That's not a coach's issue. Though. That that's fan pressure. Of course. Well, you know what I mean? That's 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 uh franchise pressure. That's yeah, front office. That too. That's so, yeah, front off, not coach, but front office. Yeah, absolutely. But from that area, Kaepernick wouldn't have a chance to start. Yeah, I don't think he will. Not with the Bucks. No. The fan, the fans, nah. That's but I mean, not only that, Jameis is 
Jameis is no scrub. I mean, he he he's playing football well enough to keep that job. I, I agree. I think he's playing well enough. You can say what you want about the 24 picks, but if you look at the totality of his of his work, at least this year, he's played enough to keep that job. That's why I say he'll get an extension. Um, the Bucks were probably would like to get a running back. I mean, I think that'll be pretty easy for them to get him in the first round in the middle of the middle of the uh of the order. Somebody asked the last time the butt man, y'all dudes forget about Doug Martin real quick. I was about to say Doug Martin was that guy. What are y'all and, doing? And it's and it's all stock, not all stock, even all though he stock. was stocky. Well, well you should, might as well just write all state. <laughs> they yeah, stopped like, giving yeah, but they stopped giving him carries and have nothing to do with him being a damn good running back. Hmm. Right, that's true. Cadillac uh, William hurt his neck, and that was it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Man, that damn that that Auburn team, man. That Auburn team got snuffed, yo. Two thousand three, you had Jason Campbell, Ronnie Brown, mm-hmm. Carlos Rogers. No, was it Carlos Rogers? Yeah, it was Rogers. Yeah, Carlos Rogers was the DB. Kenny, Kenny, no, Kenny Irons. Yeah, Kenny Irons was on the other side. See, wait a minute, hold up. Now that I think about it, that still doesn't make any sense. He was cross-eyed even in college, and he he wound up winning best deep. What was it? The Carlos Dansby was on that team. Mm. Dang, man, that team was good. And they got snuffed because of dumbass computer bowl on BCS bowl. Because mm. 2003 was a year USC and who played? Or was it the Ohio State team? I think it was the 2003 was Ohio State in Miami. That was 2002, mm. wasn't it? I think it was the last, the, the finale of the U. Let me let me look let me look because that that got me two thousand three Auburn. Because I to look at the Vicky Wikipedia Guerrero right is appearing on AEW Dark. Oh, oh, come on! Excuse me. <laughs> like, like, come on, man! They're, they're just getting, they're, they're getting really dusty. Was it? No, it wasn't the two thousand three team. I think it was the two thousand two team. I'm still mad. NBA 2K could pick 10 new soundtracks, but they can't fix their servers to save settings. I'm waiting for that. Hold on, man. Hold on. This thing got me kind of... Was it the 2014? What team? That football team that was undefeated. That's what Doug told us, though. Look up 2004. Oh, it's 2014. It was the 2014. Um, WWE 2K has a patch coming out. Uh, It didn't come out today, but it actually sounds like it's a pretty decent patch. Not only did with number four, they beat Three, four top ten teams that year. I told you they should never had a dumbass computer picking uh picking games. She remember yeah, it was two thousand four and USC played Oklahoma. Remember that one year that they had co champions? Yeah, I remember. Michigan and I forgot who it was. I thought it happened twice though. Cause once it was USC. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michigan, I think, right? Or USC yeah. and LSU. And that was the team I remember John Jansen was on. I think yeah. USC and LSU were joint champions one year. Then another year it was Michigan and somebody. I'm like, you really? Know what? The, the, the BCS works only when you play it in NCAA football on the, on the, on the video games. <laughs> if a, that's, the only time, that's the only time it works. That's the one time I, I like a committee to vote on something is, is when a computer is going to – yeah, it's like, there you go, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Like, oh, it's USC and LSU? 
Okay. Uh, or LA. Nick, yeah, Nick Nick Saban. Nick Saban was the uh yo, they had a wide receiver named Evander Holyfield. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, anybody who hasn't checked out that Belichick and Saban uh documentary, really good stuff. Yeah, I highly recommend to watch that. Uh, um, what do you guys think? I'm playing Madden in months. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, I, 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 right now, I have no interest because like every time I go to look at it and I go to try to play it and I want to play a franchise and then it's just like, shit. Yeah, listen, I, in here. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I've been playing NCAA football 08 and Madden 08. I've been having a blast playing the franchises in Dynasty. It got so much substance in it. Um, I've been doing that on Twitch, and you guys can catch me on there on Wednesdays and Fridays. I will be playing one or the other. Um, but uh, with that being said, we can go and do our outros. I, I guess I'll start mine. Um, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, Wednesday, Friday, I will be streaming at 9 o'clock. I'll be doing NCAA on Wednesday. Um, I'll be doing Madden 08 on Fridays. That's why I want to play both of those games where I can actually take the draft classes and you can watch the um the life of those players go into the pros. Saturday mm-hmm. I'll be live streaming as well. So on that, um, that'll be a free for all night where I'll just be live streaming any game that I want to play or whatever is requested. Anything from the Nintendo to the PC, it doesn't matter. Um, I appreciate everybody coming through. Um, another great podcast. It actually ran over longer than I, I thought it was going into the three hour mark, but a lot of good substance, very good topics that we talked about. Um, uh, and you know, we'll be back on Thursday doing the same thing. Uh, Bills, what you got? Uh, well, part of the reason why I was late is because I was recording, finishing up recording my um, my song, so. Uh yeah, just getting ready for these gigs and recording my songs, just waiting for my manager to take this goddamn embargo off of uh, my music, <laughs> my music. And uh yeah, man, I got a lot of good shit happening. The new year's gonna be something crazy, so y'all just gotta look out. Stay tuned. Now, what about you, DJ? Uh, I think I'm focused on streaming a little bit more. I was gonna put out some more state of the K2 content possibly in the next couple of days. Uh, I did have a thought to go and write on on my gripe with 2K as far as the whole settings. I wanted to make that into a blog. So that may be also in a couple of days. Uh, other than that, it was good to everybody to, to come through. Appreciate everybody attending. And we still needed more questions. There was there was a good amount of questions, but yeah, I'm tired of y'all Helen Keller motherfuckers. I need to talk, goddammit. At least for like 20 minutes, it was dead in the chat. Yeah, once we started <laughs> talking about the NFL, everybody's like, Well, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. It's all good. Um, like I said, man, the links are down in the description for DJ's stream. You can also find mine on down there too. Um, you guys can easily uh, find me. Like, I'm gonna put the schedule up. I might even do a, a trailer so people would know where to find me. Like I said, man, you can even go to Twitch right now and look at some of the games that I've played. Very entertaining games. Um, I actually went through the off season um, with the Madden 08, so it can line up with the NCAA 08 one. Um, some draft picks that I picked up. I actually picked up Ray Rice for the Raiders because I'm doing a Raiders dynasty. Um, Ray Rice was picked in the fifth round. Go figure. Um, 
it's it's really interesting to see how some, where some of these players go, like they, how they rewrite history and where some of them go. So it'll be something um to watch. Um, uh, other than that, go over there and follow me over there, man. I'll be uh, live streaming tomorrow, and uh, like I said, DJ the same thing. Look out for Bill's uh, music, and we'll see you guys Thursday. We'll be talking about some other things then. Uh, just catch us around on Twitter as well. Uh, I oh yeah, iTunes and SoundCloud. All that's down in the description. All right, guys. See you guys next time. Peace. 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 Nationals World Series champs. Really?